Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical mother effing healing. I am your girl, your host, Adriana, um, aka OG Adriana, if you nasty, you feel me? And y'all, I am back. Um, unexpected hiatus mommy. Um, I actually had two episodes planned in the middle of this hiatus. However, they just did not happen. They did not come to fruition. Um, I could, a lot has been going on, honey, with the change of the seasons, honey, with my body, with my mental health, with so many things, right? Um, So I guess that being said, I can kind of jump into a recap of these last couple of weeks because y'all, it's been some weeks. I have not talked to y'all. Um... Just to start, wait, pause, actually, because my notes are incorrect, they are not noting in the way that I needed them to, so, okay, we back, we back, we good. All right, so, when it comes to my current life, right, um, I've just really been, like, very mentally exhausted with work um i i feel like i'm just really trapped right i feel like i have reached and i think i've talked about this on this podcast i always kind of reach this place when it comes to employment right um where i just become over it i don't give a fuck i have an attitude um i'm not considerate of um certain things that are expected of me because I just become super over it and it all goes back to me being over capitalism. So <sighs> yeah, that that's just where I am with that. And yeah, I thought it was very important to maybe update you guys on that because that has been definitely a contributing factor in why my mental health has not been super great as of late, aka why I have not been able to get on this podcast mic. Um, that amongst other things, I've been kind of sick, y'all. Um, honey, I was having some stomach issues. Um, I, I was having some tings going on, honey, and I definitely thought there was something at a point um living inside of my uterus i now know that is not the case right um and i'm grateful for that actually as as much as i've i've had this conversation of craving an infant and craving something inside of my uterus um i'm actually very being being faced with that reality and kind of scaring myself into believing that was a fact for my life (laughs) for 14 whole motherfucking days. Um, I don't know. It kind of put a lot of things in perspective for me. It kind of made me 
swigs water. Um, but it kind of made me just take a step back, a few steps back, goddamn, um, and assess and really just express gratitude, you know, for not having something swimming around in my uterus when the situation is not ideal, meaning I ain't trying to be working, goddamn, um, amongst other things, right? Um, but now I'm just ranting, I guess. Um, I Due to me being sick and throwing up, right, for the first time in years, I had a broken bu- blood vessel in my eye that is still clearing up. It's one of the worst that I've had in years. Um, for full transparency, that cute little panel that I proposed for South by did not happen, um, or it was not selected, rather. Um, I do believe that they usually drop like a second round of pickings, and I will definitely retry because I think my idea is fucking great. Um, I'm not sure what politics go behind the non-voting portion, um, but I did receive really good feedback when it comes to like, or when it came to like the public voting on panels um which is always assuring like y'all niggas always remind me that I'm on this podcast mic and I am fully indulged in this passion project of mine um for a reason like nigga I really am out here attempting to do my part in saving the world and that is very comforting to me um it is obviously very weird when I face adversity um, because no one wants to face adversity, but nigga, I, I'm down, I'm down for whatever this platform or for wherever this platform takes me. Um, because I am super, super confident in this product and I am super confident in the potential of this product and just where we're going, dude. Like I'm, oh, I'm just, I'm just grateful to be alive. I am grateful to have the tools and resources to even fucking think about following my dreams. You feel me? Um, that is definitely something to be grateful for. Um, I don't know. I guess, yeah, it's just been a melancholy girl fall so far. Um, lots of healing work. I've definitely been enjoying the weather. Um, I've just been plotting my personal professional 2023 as are most of us who have certain goals in mind and who really look at the turn of the Gregorian calendar as, you know, this this moment for change and this moment to really reset and restart. Um, so yeah, I've really just been indulging in that and doing those things. Um, I've been hella empathetic and understanding with myself lately. Um, really giving my, giving, really giving myself permission to practice what I preach by just being gentle with myself, by just, being super understanding of myself and just being super okay with feeling the feels, giving myself space to feel all the feels. And nigga, the feels have definitely been feeling <laughs> as of the last few weeks, right? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I guess I can 
definitely move on from my current life. Um, when it comes to current events, y'all, um, there's a pretty large and important midterm election coming up in a lot of places, but most specifically Texas. Um, my child's education is very much on the line, and this election will very much determine his future in the school system. Y'all know I have talked about giving this man grace, right, when it comes to allowing him to choose where he gets educa- where he gets his organized education from. Um, I've given him the agency over his life to decide that he did not want to homeschool however the things that are going on in the motherfucking state of texas when it comes to these school board elections when it comes to the the governor ass election these are really big things so that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm not trying to sway nobody to vote goddamn i'm not i don't y'all know i don't feed into politics um but that is something noteworthy i think for me to mention especially because yeah (laughs) i i do not live in the city of austin technically i do not live in travis county technically the county in which i reside honey i don't know i that that's all i'm gonna say about that like the school is not it's public school for my child is not looking good right now that is that's all i'm gonna say um again shout out to my nigga beto because i i would love to uh, not see the current governor in texas have that seat and that much power um but again y'all know i say all of this stuff lightly and i pray that y'all take it only with a grain of salt because at the end of the day all of this politics all of these systems all of them were designed to work perfectly for the people who they were designed for goddamn um but yeah moving kind of along i don't want to even ramble too much about this but first of all um aaron carter died that that's very interesting um i i know he had been kind of like battling maybe like addiction depression other mental health things for the last couple of years but that was very shocking to hear um first of all rest in peace to that white ass nigga right um i definitely grew up on Aaron Carter, come on now. Um, definitely the little 2000s heartthrob for the girls, right? The little silky haired Caucus Mountain heartthrob, right? Um, so shout out to him. Rest in peace to his soul. Um, shout out to his family. I hope everybody doing good. You feel me? Um, that's very sad and unfortunate, but y'all take off passed away. And that was it's weird and baffling news actually um and it's weird because y'all i have yet to watch takeoff and um quavo's drink champs interview but that has been something that has been on my mind and i don't know why i had been avoiding watching that interview i've watched so much drink champs and we'll get into that and the things that i've currently been ingesting but I don't know. That's really sad. Rest in peace, take off. And definitely praying and sending love to all of his people. And just, God damn. God damn. Being a fucking black man in America is very hard. That is why it is impossible for me to not be empathetic to these niggas as fucking poor and depressed and ego driven and narcissistic and you know, mentally ill 
closeted homosexual. All of these things as literal and I don't it's closeted homosexual. Is that like a derogatory term? Like, is that not politically correct? But either way, it, it is very hard for me to not show empathy to these black men, right? And not have this overwhelming empathy for them because of the shit that they go through. Goddamn, um, me as a black woman, I that does not take away from our struggle, goddamn, because I think black women have it the absolute hardest in any place in the world, right? Um, but black men, the circumstances that black men are under in America are so unique and so opposite of what I can realistically fathom that I don't know. It just breaks my fucking heart. So definitely rest in peace to take off, um, the best amigo arguably. Right. Um, yeah, that, that's all I want to say <laughs> as far as current events, but y'all last week's episode featuring my girl, Jazzy moon, um, my favorite episode, right? Um, I, I definitely got a lot of healing and a lot of real ass words that I needed through that episode and through doing that interview, right? But it was entitled. So now I'm rambling because I actually don't really remember what the episode was entitled. Um, because y'all, it's been too long. I, I've why? Why have I not been on here? Oh, but y'all. No, that's not what it's entitled. Nigga, I'm literally about to have to see what the hell this episode is entitled. Like, how do I... Why? I, y'all. Okay, we here. We good. <laughs> so, last week's episode was entitled Soul Rebirths and Death Day Soundtracks featuring Jazzy, as I just said. A mama, a doula, a death worker, a birth worker, a birth giver, goddamn a medium, all the hoodoo ting, right? Um, Sitting pretty in this here black ass Austin, Texas, right? Um, which as a whole isn't black, but y'all knew what I meant. Um, but yeah, just a great conversation. If you have not listened, go and listen to that back. So many things. Um, I did do that episode as a special hoodoo history month episode. So go listen back for the ancestral things, for the dead people things, for some spooky things, um, for some motherhood things, for some tears, goddamn. Um, but yeah, that being said, let's get into the things I am currently ingesting. Or I have currently been ingesting. How do I? Y'all, do I know how to podcast anymore? I, I don't know. I cannot tell. But damn, be back. All right, friends. So it's been a minute. But it does go without saying that when I say the things that I am currently ingesting, I do not only just mean... um the things what is the sentence um but yeah when i say the things that i currently am ingesting i mean all the many ways that you can ingest things not just the things that you eat and send through your digestive tract um i, I believe that things are absorbed into your mind your body your spirit so whether that be the company you keep um the hobbies that you indulge in right different foods and drinks that you eat all of those things have an effect on our overall well-being. Um, and I think it's important to keep track of it. Um, I do use this segment like as an accountability tracker because 
we've talked about this a lot, but there is so much value in going back and auditing our progress, seeing what worked, what did not work, seeing what made us feel good, seeing the things that made us feel bad that we need to do less of. Um, But yeah, to get started when it comes to food, drinks, and supplements, right? Um, Dog, I love how I am still no longer on the page, or not still, but I love how I'm no longer on my actual notes page. But yeah, when it comes to food, drinks, and supplements, y'all, I don't know. Just, I've been craving okra, so I made okra, right? Um, I've, I don't know, I've been cooking. Um, I've also just been eating. I don't, this is like really hard because there's literally nothing new that I've been doing. Um, I haven't had any just like wildly new foods or new cravings. Actually a lot. Y'all, I have been eating a lot of juice land. Eating, drinking. Um, I have literally been drinking. All of the above with Juiceland. Um, I am currently so in love with the Moon Tower with added peanut butter. And I also like to add cinnamon. I love the Moon Tower bowl with not a lot of granola. I actually like them to put the granola on the side because I'm not a huge fan of gluten-free granola. I love me some some glutinous granola. Goddamn. Um, however, their granola is good. It, you know, it's decent. They just put a little bit too much. They tend to be heavy handed, but the moon tower delicious as a smoothie or as a bowl. Like I said, I love to add peanut butter and cinnamon and it is just perfect. Delicious. Just mm. so shout out to juice land. I've also been having a lot of obviously their yerba mate. I love me some yerba. I, um, I'm still on my matcha kick. Um, so I haven't had the matcha from Juiceland um, in a minute. However, I'm still on my matcha kick. I just kind of inserted that in there. Um, but back to Juiceland, I have been really liking the Blue Magic Shot. And I think it's like blue spirulina, um, CBD oil, ginger, lemon, kamu kamu. Maybe I could be lying, but delicious shot. If you haven't tried it, definitely suggest you try it. Um, but as far as like food, drinks, supplements, that's really it, y'all. Oh, I made some delicious cauliflower wings the other day. It's been a minute since I've made cauliflower wings. That was so fire, so good. Um, my mom. But yeah, that's it. Still taking probiotics, still doing the damn thing with everything that I've been doing. Literally nothing super new when it comes to these things. Um, as far as media, y'all, um, I finally finished The Watcher. How I even talked to you guys about watching The Watcher. Well, I started and finished The Watcher. Goddamn, the shit's crazy. Um, very wild white people shit. Okay. Cause quite frankly, I just cannot see a black person being involved in such a crime or being involved as the victim of such weird ass shit without I don't know without beating somebody ass goddamn so shout out to the watcher definitely finished that y'all love is blind been pissing me off um the last the season finale premieres this coming Wednesday I Y'all, everybody gets on my nerves. I don't like none of the couples on Love Love is Blind. I don't think any of them 
are going to survive. I don't even believe in this experiment. After Ayana and her husband, Garrett, whatever the hell his name was, like, I I just, I don't. Like, I do not believe that you can meet someone in, in two weeks or in, in a month after meeting them, you are married to them. I think that's fucking wild, especially when the first two weeks of y'all's relationship, you did not see each other. You don't know what each other looks like. No pictures, no photos, only a voice. Like, nah, nigga, it's fucking weird. The experiment is null and void, but it does make for great television. So shout out to Love is Blind. Um, My favorite, see, I don't even have a favorite couple. I don't like any of them together at all. Like I, there's nothing. Yeah over it <laughs> just over it definitely looking forward to the season finale um let's see i will say a note that i i just looked back on where love is blind is concerned right i have been like learning so much about myself through love is blind like it is uh, I will say it is a very interesting show to watch because through these characters and then watching them navigate these super new relationships, I learn about different ways that I move in relationships and maybe in different things that, you know, aren't super healthy that I do. And maybe some things that are super healthy that I'm grateful that I do in certain situations that I do handle better than people on the show, you know? Um, so super cool to watch and definitely self-reflect through those things. Um, what else y'all, as far as media, um, uh, ma, 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 ma. see yeah, not not too much else. I what else have I watched actually? I feel like I did watch something that's noteworthy, but I don't feel like looking back on Netflix, guys. We'll talk. We have a lot of things to talk about in this coming topic of the week. That's not a real topic of the week, right? Um, however, so I'm gonna just keep this short, right? And now I'm rambling and it's getting awkward. Uh I, I can't. But y'all, moving right along to music though because this is where we're moving to there's so much no new music so rihanna has a new song called lift me up it's for the black Fa black panther film it's definitely a, a a soundtrack song not super impressed but also not unimpressed because rihanna's fucking beautiful and to hear rihanna's voice on a track on her own solo track super dope super dope also that tim's wrote this song like shout out to tim's what a fucking placement um there's a new SZA. still haven't watched the video but shirt finally out um i don't love the song yeah just whatever but SZA's in her I, i'm she's in album mode it's giving album mode so hopefully fucking punch and top decide to release this album at some point um there is a new sierra so sierra sean song called racing time um y'all know i stand her her ep uh, i can't even think of the ep's name but that happened in 2014 really got me through some deep shit and is still in my rotation um, there's a new song by Austin artist, Austin's own Syph Mike called Run with DJ Chose. What a fucking dope ass collaboration and placement. And I am positive it's going to do crazy things for his career. Um, also, 
there is a new Y2 album, another hometown hero. Um, and he has a song featuring the J Soldier. Um, and yeah, the song is called Cry For Me. The album is called Ya Ya. And my favorite off the album, aside from the J Soldier track, is for sure Read the Room. Um, yeah. But the album that is new that I have not been listening to is Drake's album. I don't want to talk about Aubrey at all. I know it's a Drake 21 collaboration. At some point, I will listen to it. And at some point, I will report back to you guys. But in the meantime, the new album that I have been listening to so, so much is Smino's Love for Rent, a super highly anticipated album for Smino fans. Um... Y'all know that leading single, 90 Proof, featuring um, J. Cole, super, yeah, super, super um, dope track. And I think that it really set the tone for the album. And then when Matinee dropped, and I don't think I've been on this podcast, Mike, since Matinee, but Matinee, I fucking love that song. When he dropped that a couple weeks ago, I, I've literally been running it every single day ever since, multiple times per day. Um, but that being said, I thought Matinee was going to be the intro to this album. It was not the intro to the album. However, just front to back, the Smino album is fucking amazing. My immediate favorite, um, like I said, Matinee, I do love. But nigga, the second track, No L's, when I heard the Monica sample, dog, mind blown. So if you don't know, now you know Monica's After the Storm album is a super pivotal album in my life. Like it is a super just like it's a standout album. It's the album that I really remember, right, from my childhood. So nigga, are you kidding? What an amazing sample. So shout out to Noel's. Absolutely love that song. Um, I also love the song Blue Billy, such a beautiful track. Um, nigga, the jagged edge sample and that deep. Fibril defibrillator song and also rest in peace hearing teddy ray's voice was so refreshing like dog it is still <sighs> just a moment of silence for all these black men like literally like i just it is very disheartening to hear when things like this happen. But shout out to Smino for really keeping teddy's legacy alive through this album um Oh, y'all, Babyface has a new album. The It's called Girls Night Out. It's like an all-female collab album. It's, I I think it's a pretty solid album. Um, I have definitely been listening to that Ari track, which is called, I forgot what it's called, um, but also the Queen Nyjah track I really like. Um, also the um, Tiana Major 9 track. I love me some Tiana Major 9. I love her voice. I think she is, I can't wait till she gets that one single that like that catapults her to a level where no one's questioning who is Tiana Major Nine because I think she's I, I really thought that she would blow before Tim's like it's and not to compare them or anything like that but yeah that's all I was saying about that actually um there's another song that I really like that is a new song um it is called all for you by Amaria featuring um Destin Conrad love some Destin um 
There is also a song called, ooh, Wide Open by Wafia, I think is the name, Taku and Masego. I really like that song. Um, Y'all, there's a lot of music. I've honestly been coddling myself with music as of late. Um, Definitely been needing that for sure, like a thousand percent. Um, And yeah, but yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say when it comes to the things that I've currently been ingesting, y'all. Um, but let's get into the topic of the week, guys, because it is Black Media Month. And we got some things to freaking talk about. And a media person joins us today who I just... Huh, such a dope conversation, such a a highly anticipated conversation because him and I have always talked about, you know, collabing in some kind of way, but let's get into it, y'all. The fake topic of the week, which is another interview. So yeah, be back. There we go. There we go. Hello. What's happening? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing amazing, man. Beautiful, beautiful day. You know, new beginnings started today, so. Ooh, love to see it. Love it, love it. I, I didn't upgraded jobs. I, you know, I was doing some side hustling, doing doing valet. So I, I'm, I'm at um, applied material now. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty much getting paid double of what I was getting paid before. So life is lit. Life is lit. Life is lit. I'm sorry. I was looking for my lighter. You're good now. All right. Oh, no. It is. Listen, it's all good. You got a perfectly rolled wood. I, I'm eventually going to roll one myself. You know it looks damn good. You know if I, I must say so myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know wait. What's your actual name? Like, what oh, do name? people that know you be calling you? Man, uh, I'm going to get all my nicknames tatted on me. I'm going to literally Not have every a Every single one? Literally, because, like... What you call me lets me know where you know me from. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. how many nicknames. Um, so and people I that was, I know call you like different things. So I'm, I'm curious. Literally. So so my name is Joshua Allen Jobert Senior. What a great I'm name. A senior, You're a senior. You know, I'm a senior. I named my son after me, which that was a that was a journey. When what I say does that I mean? Well, I went through about at least 2,000 male, male names. I literally yeah. went through every single male name I can think of. I got on 2K. I started going through the names <laughs> on that list. Like, don't, don't judge like You got to find a name for this child. You know, because for, 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 for your 2K players, y'all know when y'all create a player, you know, you, you literally have a whole bunch of names that they can pronounce. I literally went through that whole list, and I came to the conclusion of, I don't want to name my first son after no other man. Mm. So, it, you know. I love that. There, there we go. He'll join you, you know, so. Aww, I love that. I well, listen, we are What's going up? to get there. We got to talk about the babies, obviously. We can like, get, we can go wherever you want. I ain't going to lie to you. Ain't nothing off limits. Okay. You say, you ask me what the fuck you want. I'm going to answer. I'm, I'm not used to being on this side you know i'm used to interviewing exactly. so to be able to answer questions uh being in a platform where i feel like i can express myself and like what i'm thinking matters today mm-hmm. i'm okay with it so ask me whatever you want to ask listen i love that um i really do appreciate 
Yeah, just that, living in the moment, saying what comes to mind because often the first thing that comes to mind is how we feel. And I love talking about the feels. I think, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is very important to acknowledge them hoes at all times, but we will get there, right? Let me Mm -hmm. talk to my people real quick. Um, So so friends, right? Um, If you don't know, now you know, goddamn, we are joined by a, a person right um we were born a hustling ass creative person right who i have seen in action um on more than one occasion um and that is something that i definitely admire about this person um some person who is the self-proclaimed greatest personality in media. The only reason I say that, right, is because, you know, I, I feel like me, your girl, is, I'm hurt. You feel me? But, hey, you know, the, the self-proclaimed. Hey, look right? how you said it. Look how you said it, though, right? You, you notice I never said I'm the greatest media personality. Okay, I'm yeah. the greatest personality in media. It's literally, okay. I'm not saying I'm the greatest at this field. <laughs> what I'm saying yeah. is, I'm the greatest personality in this field as far as like, because what I do is organic. I don't know how to do scripted interviews. Like 80, 90% of my interviews are impromptu. They are conversations. That's why we call it chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I got a great personality for media, you know? I love that. I love that explanation. And as a person who is, has to be very organized um, or Mm. else I will just be a a pile of chaos. Um, I think it is very interesting that take an approach to media. And I think that is something that type of organicness, um, being able to literally have a conversation with someone and it just be off the dome, it literally just be off the vibes and feels and what's in your brain, like, nigga, Mm. that is, that is special, right? Exactly. Um, so listen, we didn't been through names and nicknames, right? So, friend, we who are couples. you? The hardest question in the world. How do you describe yourself? How do I describe myself? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a, I'm a uh, improving man. I would okay. describe. That's the best way I can say. I would tell you, I'm a great man. I listen to that song Great Man by Kevin Gates every single morning. Okay. That is literally a damn near he created my affirmations that I go through every single day. Yeah, I love that. Um, You know, I am a person that deals with a lot of things, but we get to that when we get to it. But in the in the present, like, yeah, I'm just I'm an improving man. Every day I wake up is about how can I be better? How can I create my make better circumstances for myself and for my family? And that's literally what it is, as well as the city, because I don't know if the city, you know, appreciates fully what what I be doing. But like, I I jumped into this game to put us on the map, yeah. however I can. So if I can just be a star in my role, I don't got to be the star person. I don't got to be the face or whatever. Let me just be a star in my role, yeah. my role of getting y'all where y'all need to get to. So um, being a liaison of sorts. In, in a way, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I'm just, I'm an improving man. Great guy, great personality. You know what I'm saying? Single, by the way, ladies. You know, <laughs> uh, single, by the way. And, and I said single, I, you, you know what's funny about that? I announced that for the first time just now on your show. Per? I, I've been single for years. 
Yeah. But being honest with myself is knowing I honestly wasn't ready to date. So, Got you. So, so what does that mean? I'm, what does not being ready to date in your eyes mean? I wasn't emotionally available for any woman. Yeah. You know, I put a lot into my last relationship. It took a toll on me. Mm -hmm. Um. So through the process of healing and everything, I wasn't trying to heal with another woman. Like, yeah. it, it's not up to that woman to deal with my trauma that I'm supposed to be dealing with myself. So talk that shit. Listen. Know, yeah. That's just I'm I'm just one of those. Like I just I I I struggle with keeping it too real sometimes. It yeah. gets in my way. Mm -hmm. You know, um turns a lot of people off. But turning people off turns me on because it's like, okay, like I understand what you're here for. You know, yeah. like there's certain type of people I need in my life. So you either with it or you not. You either, you dig or you dig. So you know, it's like listen, I listen, I definitely feel you. So what is the moment that you decide that that you're dating again? What does that look like? How do you come uh, to that? I think it was literally getting my life together. Like, you know, um this journey of where I'm at now is a long ass journey. Mm -hmm. You know, uh just, you know, I know we'll kind of go back and forth on my history, but, you know, when I first came into this game, like, as soon as I, as soon as it was put upon me that I was going to be doing what I do now. Yeah. Um, life got real for me. Life was already real, but sh it was, it was damn near like, I, like everything hit me heavy, you know, so Listen, where it yeah. took me, it took me to the bottom of life and, uh, and yeah, I'm still steady and improved. You know what? Do me a favor. Yeah. I want you to ask the question again, right? Uh-huh. Ask me. So with the question you was asking me, because Okay. I got you. So so what is what does the moment that you decide to date again look like? Right. Like so how the do moment you come I, to that point? You can do a lot of improving, right? Yeah. But I'm like 30 now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Life life is life is going fast, fast. I got a son. Life is going very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I was taking too long of like I said, I don't wanna be let's say I'm dating you. Yeah. Like I wanna date you and you not deal with my insecurities deal with my struggles now yeah. granted there's certain things we will have to deal with with each other but there were certain things that a woman would never been able to fix for me yeah and for sure. it would it, it would have gotten way it, it would have gotten in the way of us improving in our relationships so listen hold on guys if this nigga's out here saving relationships. Y'all already know on this podcast the, the situation or whatever. This is very interesting that this man is on here saying these things and they happen to be someone allegedly in close proximity to the alleged person that we are allegedly talking to, right? And they're talking like, dog, this is mind-blowing. So I will say as a woman who is working on accountability as a woman and trying really hard and intentionally to understand a man's perspective 
in order to wholeheartedly support and be there um, in a healthy and efficient way for a man. Okay. Hearing what you're saying is literally like mind blown. Like I'm so annoyed, but like thankful at the same time because it it makes sense. I feel that a thousand percent. Because you know, I I literally had to, you know, I've been in a couple of long term relationships. So in those processes, I'm only my focus is only what that woman's going through, what she's liking, what she has in her life. So I'm not paying attention to how life is changing. I'm very old school when it comes to my relationship. Like, yeah. so dating now is very weird for me. Like, cause it's like, women are different now. Women think different. Yeah. Like there, there's not a lot of, they don't do the catering no more. Y'all don't do that no more. I don't know what it's about. Um, heavy on the, uh, heavy on the y'all. I'm, I'm not a part of that y'all. Okay. Look, 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 look. And I'm, and I apologize. I'm a trick. It's I'm disgusting big, actually. I'm big. I'm big of saying don't compare me to them. You oh, know, me? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a one for one. And I said, I'm very unique. You know, there's a lot of things I do that a lot of men don't do. Yeah. So it is not, it is unfair for me to group y'all all up in one category. No, but I feel you. The the era of the era for of the man providing and protecting and while the woman caters and nurtures and curates environment, yeah. that is very dead. I, I feel you. You know, because I just I grew up on that. I had a lot of, you know, like my dad, my pops had like 10 sisters. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh I don't have any brothers. I got three sisters. All right, so I, I I was raised around a lot of women yeah. from Louisiana. I might add that might make a difference. It does make a difference. I will say this. I'm gonna say this. My mom's always said, Josh, like you're gonna have to be a little less picky on your women in Austin because they not built like how we was built in Louisiana. Because their natural thing is catering. Their natural thing is in cooking, Louisiana, cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, very like, southern traditional women. Yeah, they don't they don't gotta be out here hustling, getting all this extra money and all this. Other. They oh, will God. sit at the house. They will sit oh. at the house all day and take care of business at home, long as you are providing and protecting. That's their thing. Like you know, you make sure I'm safe. You making sure you know we have a house for me to keep clean. And it's On me, you know what I mean. So it's not like that here. Yeah. So I gotta get used to that, you know. So exactly. Wait. Um, so, um, to backtrack, right? Where are you from? Where Where were you born? Where are your people from? So, 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 me, and my family, we all reside from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Gotcha. Um, I have been in Austin since '97. So I've I been here for like a long time. Know. I've been here for a long time, but them first five years, my accent was so strong. Nobody understood really? me, you know, from from the accent to the last name. There, you know, everybody's like, "You're not from here." So, yeah. so to Austin people, I'm from Louisiana. To Louisiana people, I'm from Austin. You're Austin. Like, yeah. You've been here. You've been there too long. They, that's you over there. That's how they look at me. You know. Plus, exactly. I lost a lot of it. So, so I don't. You know. So yeah, that's the that's why I reside. You know. I'm, so how did you I'm, end up here? in the city uh new beginnings uh mm. you know we my i would love to claim that i broke generational curses for my family but to be honest uh rest in peace my dad he he started that process 
Yeah. You know, he he made a him and his, him and my mom made a conscious decision that they were just gonna start new. Yeah. They were not gonna continue what they was doing. So they found Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, um, did y'all have and, people and here? We didn't have nobody here. We we were the ones here. Yeah. Right. We started here and and you know build a house in Pflugerville. Uh, so I'm gonna tell you a funny story. We my moms wanted to get me out the hood. That was their yeah. thing. Get me out the hood. Get me out of that lifestyle where it's crab in a barrel, everything. So they put yeah. me in Austin. <laughs> now, I come to Austin. I remember this so clearly. I go to Abundant Life Learning Center, mm-hmm. private school, private school on the east side. Mm-hmm. Shout out Sister Lance. I love you to death, Miss Sister Lance. But here was the issue. The issue was every morning, I remember they had us watching Roots. This was an all-black private school, yeah. all-black, like, church school. They had us watching Roots. They had us watching certain shit. And what happened was one day I came home, and I was pissed off. This is me at, like, five, six years old. My mom pissed off. I fucking hate white people. Yeah. Fucking hate them. They're fucking evil. I'm not saying fucking, but that was the, Listen, the, yeah. the energy I was given. And it, it fucked my mom up. So yeah. she was like, nah. He can't live militant like that. Like he, interesting, like, yeah. We're in Austin. We got away from that. So now that we're here, you can't have that mentality around all these white people. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, so yeah. She said, "I got to take you out of private school, and I'm gonna put you in public school. We're gonna build a house in Pflugerville, and I'm gonna put you in public school." Mm-hmm. So I go to public school. So the first three years of my public school years, all the way to 2000, 2001. I'm the only black kid in my class mm-hmm. every uh-huh. single year. And it, it, what schools did honestly, you go to? You were in Florida uh, schools. I, I'm in Florida, so I, you know my son is there now. I go to Windermere. I went to Windermere Elementary, Windermere Primary, then Flugerville Middle School, Flugerville High School. Well, I got to Flugerville Middle yeah. School. That's when I met a lot of the black people. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> the only time I met black people was doing sports. You know, because yeah. I, I I'm a I was a basketball star and a track star. That was my thing. Hey, yeah. That's how everybody know me. That's how I know a lot of people that do music now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Soldier, for example. Shout out to Soldier. Shout out to Napalm. I've been knowing both of those guys since I was about since I was about six, seven years old. That's crazy. You know yeah, yeah. It's it's dope to see like where all our lives went right now. You know, because yeah. at that time I thought I was going to the NBA. You know, dead <laughs> <laughs> ass. I thought I was going to the NBA. I had. You know, I don't know if y'all know who Ray Jackson is. That was part of the Fab Five. Went to LBJ. I don't know if you know, goddamn. Uh, well, I just want to, you know, for, for the don't knows. I like, I like talking to that the don't family, so actually. If you, yeah, if you need to know who Ray Jackson is, please do your research. Michigan Fab Five, do your research. But do I ain't know. Um, um, you know, I was, I was just buzzing. I was doing my thing. I was kicking ass on the court, you know, just... Every year I was just a star. Yeah. Ray Ray came and found me. And he literally was like, told my pops, like, hey, I'm about to put him under my wing. I'm gonna get him to the NBA. So that was the plan. Man, how do I not know you, Josh? Josh Bear. You might know. Well, I'm class of 2010. So same nigga. How don't I know you in real life? I don't, you might have seen me. Like, I was in the streets. I was outside. I was everything. I was all over the place. Listen. There's so many people I'm sure I've met or I've seen, and we've been to the same places. I can name certain parties or certain 
events where motherfuckers got beat up or Nigga, whatever the case was... may be. And I'll be like, yeah, I was in the building or I was involved in this. Or yeah. Whatever, the, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tita. Shout out to Tita. You know what I love Shout about dealing with Tita? We used to fight these dudes when I was kids. We used to fight the whole team next. Like, that was us. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 life different now. But I'm not really want to get into time. It's, it's, yes, but yes. Basketball star. I was everything. I was all over the place. What school did you go to? Um, for for all intents and purposes, I went to LBJ. We we're gonna say I went to LBJ. Technically, my okay. diploma says Lhasa, but we're not gonna talk about that. I went to LBJ. Goddamn. Okay. So you went to LBJ. So you went. You was with. Yeah. You was with Dallas. You were with Dallas. Man, I've been knowing that nigga you, since first grade. We were literally in first grade together. I've known him my entire life. And what I said, I met I met him on the court. So when Blood Motivated Rebel came around, it was like an automatic support. I'm mad because I ain't making home yet. Cause I always have somebody's merch on when I'm on these cameras, man. So I love that. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that got their merch together. They got some new hustle heart shit that I'm about to get. Shout out to young Bryce. Um Captain, Captain. I love that. Hey yo, look, you are the organizer, okay? Okay. I I do chopping it up. Yeah. I will ramble. I will talk about all types of shit for hours and it's all over the place. So you know, I'm the guest. I'm allowing you to oh, just, you know, no, I'm allowing you to I the way my brain works, right? And you definitely chopped it up with me unofficially off the record several times. Like I I can ramble too. Like it is very, very difficult. That is why, nigga, I have to have notes because it yeah. is very, very hard for me not to ramble. So growing up, right. In the city, goddamn, because at this point you're from Austin. Like, and it's interesting because I can hear your accent coming out yeah, at random crazy. times. And it's like just like an old accent, right? So were your yeah. parents until your father passed away? Like, are were your parents married, like together? That's what's beautiful. That um, is beautiful. That was beautiful. He had a he had a child before he met my mom, my older yeah. sister Candace. When he met my mom, they got married, then had me, yeah, and then had my sister, mm-hmm. and then had another um, sister, Emily. I don't, yeah. you know, things happen, but yes, that's my sister. We mm-hmm. don't know what stepsisters and half sisters is. That's my my blood. Big saying, you know? yeah. I I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they was married till till he passed. They were married the whole time. Then they were married. So that's. So again, that gives you like a perspective of where I be coming from. Like exactly, my, my cousins, my uncle, like most of my uncles and my cousins, like they all players. They all players of him. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I get that side from. But no matter, that's the side because I was running the streets, so I, yeah. I I liked seeing what they did. Like you know, I can be in the car it's with my cousin. And listen, you be in the car with my cousin by the from the beginning day to the end of the day. You done been to five different girls' houses, like. This was how I grew up. So yeah. it was just, it was a fight. It was a fight in personalities between learning that, but being in the home every day under this structure. Yeah. You know that's what I'm so, saying? Yeah. That's fucking interesting. So how did, see, how did those two dynamics, right? Seeing all your uncles and cousins being players and pimps and shit, seeing your, your dad, and your mom, you know, married under the roof, making shit happen for y'all in the household. Um, how does that translate into you being a dad? Like, what 
what things did you take from those two experiences or leave behind in the way that you parent now? Well, you know, as far as being a dad, my the original mindset, you know, was to marry her. That was the original. So let's let's not keep. She wasn't supposed to be just a baby mom. Yeah. Life got like that, you know, yeah. which ultimately, if I was to break that down, it's both of our faults. Yeah. Why that why that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, which we don't have to get into that. But what I will say is, um, I was always ready to be a dad. Yeah. I might have not was ready to be a husband, mm-hmm. but I was ready to be a dad. So yeah. like from the time she told me she was pregnant, it was up for me. You yeah. know, she was not. I, that's it's kind of things that we go through now because she wasn't ready to be a mother. Like the process of the process of going into being a mother, in the beginning yeah. stages, like it was scary for her. Mm-hmm. But like her security was me, yeah, every day, like me every day. Like that was my. You ain't about to worry about nothing. I'm going to all your classes. I'm in these classes, and they teaching us about how black women have the highest rate of this and that because oh, of yeah. stress Labor mortality rate like, all these things terrible. so my mindset was like no matter how much you piss me off for these nine months i'm holding that shit in i'm, oh, holding, that shit in. I'm holding that shit in whatever you need you got all right we, we, that's how we rocking and mm-hmm. and like i said you know i'm singing to the belly i'm doing all types of stuff like you Being know daddy. But i my, cause I, my mindset was i'm establishing this relationship before you even get here so yeah. when you get here you know, so like like cool thing was, you know, she was so on the epidural when she was born. Mm-hmm. You know, she's all drugged up. First thing the doctor did was put him in my arms. And I said, hey, Junior. And he opens his eyes. <laughs> what a moment. You know, like, yeah. So it was like, like a sign. Of, it was a sign to me. But it was also a sign like all that talking in the, like I really was doing something because he recognized my voice. All right, yeah. cool. And it's been lit ever since. Like <laughs> it's been lit ever since. Um, but overall, like, you know, I was already taught how to be a parent, plus I was ready to be a parent, you know. Yeah. So the the mindset of having a structure around him and um and doing certain things or not doing certain things around him, it was already instilled in me through watching my pops, watching, you know, seeing how yeah. he handled things and seeing how other parents handle things. Let's not get that twisted. Yeah. I'm out here in the streets. Damn near all my friends were, it was just their mom in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like I was the oddball. I was always the oddball. It'd be conversation. Yeah, you have parents. Like, we don't want to hear the shit you say, Josh. You got your mom and your daddy. Like, and damn, listen. Be like that. man, I had a homie, man. He used to say, man, before, before, because I had a homie where we were, we were supposed to fight multiple times. And then he ended up going to my school. He got cool with my my best friend, my brother. Yeah. And we was all in the house together. And then throughout that process, me and him got super duper close, like to this day. Um, but his mindset, when we got close, he would vent to me. He said, man, you know, every time I seen you, I just wanted to fight you. I just want to fuck you up. I said, why? He said, because you had shit. You had your daddy, you had a ride home, you had you feel me like Ooh. so that shit fucked with me. Like it yeah, it, it was like crazy. all right, so 
you know, things like that just always kept me grounded. Like, always kept me humble. Like, I'm never the person that ever got too conceited or too boastful of myself because yeah. anytime I did, I'm, I, my body and soul feels like I'm out of character. Mm-hmm. Then when that happens, then life gonna show you like, hey, you calm your ass down real quick. You feel me? Yeah. So, um, I love that. So, nigga, fuck no. We listen. You talking up? all this shit, all these things that I can relate to, right? All of these uh-huh. like nice ass, humble ass, enlightening ass things. So, right. how does Joe the Crook? How does this come about, nigga? Because... And where does that nigga go? By the way. It, because, like I told you, like, like when I get all these tattoos, like anytime you see me and you ask me all these names, I'm gonna be able to. I can almost explain. Like, these are all different personalities. Like yeah. I, I, I can say I have split personalities. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you. I think I have split. I don't know for sure. It's not like you know on the killer shit and then like. Oh yeah, for sure. It, but no, yes, it is. It is though. Okay. It is. But, but that's Joe the Crook again. Joe the okay. Crook, you know, I I I embodied a lot of nicknames from sports, family, streets, whatever the case may be. Before I started media, I had earned Joe the Crook. You know, I got that from the streets. Got you. But only certain particular people <laughs> called me that. Yeah. So when I decided to do media, I ran with that name. Mm-hmm. But man, Joe the Crook, man, that shit is different. Yeah, that shit is different. It's it's almost like the shining parts of the negative side of me. Interesting, like your ego. Yeah, literally, it will shine all like even the things I attract, like like literally, it was like everything from people, like whether it's homies, whether it's women, whether it's ways to get money. Yeah, it was. It was never. Man, Joe the Crip is different. Yo, at, yo. What are you asking me? Because you know I get lost. I mean, look, where where did the that? name or what you've told me that allegedly you have retired Joe the Crook, right? You, right. You told and, me that and, this is not a thing no more. So so how do you come to that decision to okay. be like that's not gonna be my media name anymore? It was just, like I said, it was just, everybody knew me that from 2018. If you met me in 2018 to today, you know me as Joe the Crook. Yeah. Like, you know me as Joe the Crook. My life has been in shits from 2018. I can tell you some, you know, some of my closest friends I've lost in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, 2019, I become homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my pops, you know, I'm, I've been kicked out the house multiple times in my life, all the way back to age 15. Yeah. You know, my pops was one of his person, like, you know, he was just huge on respect. He'll throw me out on the street. So you want to be yeah. a man, be a man. So that's why I learned a lot of street things from. Got you. Um, oh, my bad. But yeah, it was just. Can you hear? Are you frozen? Oh no, I'm gonna end the meeting and then restart. And we back. We are back. I cannot hear you. You can hear uh, me. We back now. Listen, can I have to regulate some shit. 
like goddamn internet cutting out because my child is on the fucking Xbox and the laptop and his fucking oh. phone watching TikTok. Oh like, man, look at <laughs> Oh, he's five. Oh my gosh. So he's like barely starting to, you know. Five he's five going on thirty. I don't know. Yeah. What's he Aww. thinks he's the boss. He thinks he's a boss. Plus, I spoil him. He gets everything he wants. So, he, yeah, he's at a dope age right now. I like five. <laughs> yeah, I I'm think gonna say I love yeah. five. Yes. Five, five is dope. Five, every, every, really, every year was dope except for like, y'all know how y'all talk about terrible twos. Did you have terrible threes? I had terrible threes. Me too. I was the just telling my son he was bad as hell when he was three. Mm-hmm. It was three was like he was bad but not understanding like the concept of like stop like it was yes. certain shit had to yeah but yeah that was ooh. when he was able what to walk time. and talk when he was able to walk and talk it was around. Yeah, it was done. It was he had around. to push the limits. He had to see how far he could go in certain aspects, you feel me? Oh yeah, let me ask you a question. Do you beat your child? Do I beat him? No, that's such a no. First of I'm all, that's spanking. A... Let me say spanking. Yeah. So ahead. first of all, beating—that's a very harsh word. But spanking. Yeah. Though, the last time I even touched him, like I don't even remember. It was like years ago. You know, like I think that. Oh no! I got whooped as a kid, and I don't think that whoopings did what they were supposed to have done in the adults' eyes. To me, so I don't feel the need to hit my child over some shit that we can have a conversation about. Like, why am I putting my hands on you? Because I don't want nobody putting their hands on me. And I don't want to, like, teach him necessarily. I don't know. I'm just very big on boundaries, right? Like, I am not... I, I have a very... I have a very intentional approach to parenting. Um Okay. Simply just, I don't know, just because of the person that I am, you know, and certain traumas and things that I have been through, I just think that it is a huge fear of mine to traumatize my child in any way. And because I'm smart as hell and I was able to conceptualize that, oh, the reason I'm getting whoopings is because these niggas can't handle their emotions at a pretty young age. Um... Yeah, that's the reason I don't put my hands on him. That's I, I love. See, that's I ain't gonna lie. This convers these type of conversations is one of the reasons why I was so excited to do this with you. Because oh, yeah. I, I be seeing you have these type of you know when we when you get on the mental health and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I said, rest in peace, my pops. You might hear me say a lot of that today. Yeah, um, I, I don't speak. On him. I don't. I don't speak on him super heavily, but. Yeah. Um, he was a great man, you know what I'm saying? A great father. He did, you know, what he could. You know, he made mistakes. Um, one thing about it was I used to hold it against him, like the mistakes he made with me. Yeah. So like a lot of our lashing out with each other was like I'm learning certain things was traumatized me. Or I was learning certain things that traumatized me were things that traumatized him because he would explain to me that it was done to him yeah so when i started getting certain knowledge about these things and i would try to give it to him he was at an age where he wasn't taking it right at all you he know. ain't hearing shit. you know he was he was on like you know 
like stop being a bitch. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you like toughen up. Like stop being a little pussy. Like you letting that shit bitch you out. Like there's like he would you would talk like that. So yeah. like even when he, you know, to this day, like when he would hear people dudes talk about things like that, like mental health and things like that, he looked at it as weak. Yeah. So like that's a, that's a, lot, a lot, of lot of us, a lot of that generation of people. Right, because all they, you know, but because they had to deal with different things. Yeah, they had and to that deal was, with that was something, things, that was something that I, I fought so hard to give him the knowledge. Yeah. And I wasn't giving him enough praise and acceptance of, like, oh, what he that. went through. So, like, the beautiful part about it was, you know, me and my pops probably was beefing half my life or more. Yeah. But in reality, the last months or so when I finally came back home, Mm-hmm. after going through all the shit um me and him got better we kind of got to probably the best place we've ever been before he died so it was yeah. that's i appreciated that yeah you know, i honestly appreciated that i i would hate i would have hated to lose him while i was out in the streets yeah you're like i i you know what i'm saying so yeah that just but but just those conversations alone like those shit those shit was a lot but understanding like not to like force it on them like you know we gotta find a common ground with each other but ultimately like I did a lot of you did this to me I did a lot of that but those conversations was also my process of healing god damn yeah you yeah, know, I like, think as black people, and I, this is something I talk about a lot, you know, as black people, we have this like unwavering obligation to our parents and our to our people. We feel like any any type of questioning them, any type of t- maybe correcting their actions or even telling them how we feel, a lot of times that feels that makes us feel guilty or that makes us feel like we're being disrespectful. Um, Cause and, you was taught that. Quit questioning yeah. me all the time. Exactly. Like, Quit questioning like, me. Exactly. Yeah, and, <laughs> exactly. And I think that, you know, the more we let go of that shit, first of all, like, I don't, I don't give a damn like about blood or anything. Like literally my mama phone just got unblocked in 2022 goddamn like literally for the longest yeah. period of time um simply because um I, I think it is very important to uh, I, I think it is very important to to have those boundaries but it is also I think very important to look at these niggas as humans like they're not perfect they weren't perfect they were literally our age you know raising kids trying to do the best that they could um so back to the question you know like that you asked me about my baby and hitting him I I try very very hard to to just not like even when when I yell at him like I can't remember the last time I hit him like it it had to be like on some chubby little three-year-old thought he's 10 years old right now Okay, okay. I'm I'm halfway behind you. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just it is it's cool to hear what you're doing at 10. Cause it's like I need to kind of know what I'm ready for. Cause like No, yeah. I think you know, I think 
in my opinion, what I've learned in parenting, and listen, I was 19 years old, about to be married, nigga, planning weddings, looking at dresses and cakes and shit, like thinking I was grown as fuck. And I'm very grateful for the relationship, you know, like me and my son's dad have. We are literally like, I don't know. I like, I look at him as like, that annoying ass cousin that just like give you the bread when you ask for it or some shit. You feel me? Like it is so weird to think that we were together, but as a 10 year old, I think, or over the 10 years rather of being a parent, I think the most valuable lesson that I have learned is to just keep it real with these niggas, because if not, they're going to be guessing and trying to figure it out from the world. So giving them realistic expectations about life, um, realistic expectations about fucking with themselves. That's something, that's something else. I teach my son all the time to fuck with him like no other. Like he is his biggest cheerleader and he has to be. You know, that's why I don't mind when he tells me about myself. You know, I can't get mad when he's like, hey, mom, like, are you okay? Like, why are you raising your voice like this? I literally asked a question. You know, I can't get mad at that because I'm literally teaching him to value himself enough to not lot to not let anyone mistreat him, not even his parents. You feel me? It's so funny because I don't think I've like put in a lot of effort of teaching those things to my son. And he's a baby but, though. Come on. No, no, you're not understanding. This is a five-year-old telling me about myself. Oh, yeah. This is a five-year-old that says shit to me. And I'm never like, what the fuck you say to me? I'm like, you're right. <laughs> like, like, I promise you, like, I I wish I could think of all the different ways. I wish my, my phone was recording 24-7 with just me and him. Because what me and him have versus what the public might understand is... That shit it's is... the way you light up when you talk about your child. It's just so dope. Like when I tell people, like, man, I had him myself. Like, I ain't had yeah. no help. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made him myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, man, it's 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 a dope, it's just a dope journey. It's just I love to see how smart he is. Yeah. I love to see how he keeps me on my toes and makes me better. And you know, that like. Yo, so and how do you been... find identity outside of fatherhood? Um, now that you are a dad, and what do you mean by identity exactly? As far like, as so, I, I think oftentimes this happens for women a lot more so than it does for men. But seeing the way that you just lighten up, talk about your baby, I don't know. But yeah. I think a lot of times we get lost in being a parent. And we like that being a mom or being a dad is our entire identity. It's, it becomes who we are, you know, like on Instagram, like I always make fun of the niggas that got like mom, wife, believer in like their bios and shit. Cause nigga, what kind of weird trap culty ass life are you living in? Like, who are you? Right. So, so how in being a dad, a dad of a five-year-old, right? How do you, how do you stay grounded in who you are outside of your obligations as a father? I mean, it's just, just being, I think I just stay happy, stay positive, yeah. stay like, no matter what, like, 
life put me through that shit. Like, Joda is... Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're not doing this again. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Cancel, cancel. Okay. I know. Hold on, I see what's going on. Not the bitches calling you. You just said you were single. Damn. Not, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. You know, no man, no man. I just changed my. I just changed my number today. So okay. Um, yeah, yes, new yeah. beginning for real. That's what I'm saying. New job, new number. Like, and job, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, bitches. And, and since you're saying that, ain't no girl that I was talking to before was getting this new number. That's crazy. You know, I'm and I like that. I really, I like that very drastic step of changing your number. Something that I tell, right, to my homeboys a lot. It's something that I happen to tell to my little bae a lot because he just happened to, I, in my brain, win the fucking lottery because I just think I'm the coolest person ever. But yeah. something I tell my homies so much is that they need to up their caliber of hoe if they want to progress in life. Because I think, and same for girls too, but something that I specifically see, I think the bitches, the women that I have in my life, I think we have all done a very good job at picking them good, right? Um, Some better than others, right? And I don't say that to be elitist. I don't say that to like, downplay any woman's situation any victimizing shit however I pride myself on picking good dope ass people to share my energy with that being said a lot of my homies do not they are terrible these bitches are the worst I'm gonna be honest with you you know because all these things we talking about now is gonna segue into the name Joda. Yeah. But understanding that I don't I was I was taught players get chose. I was taught that. I was taught so I also say I've never I've never in probably a couple of years complained about the caliber of women I get. Okay. Because I look at it like this like if you want that you got to upgrade yourself to earn that. I love that. So like, you yeah. know, why everybody be looking for the, a better girl or one that looks better or what? No, make yourself better. Like, go in the exactly. mirror every day. Teach yourself how to upgrade to these certain levels in your own life. And oh, you're going to start noticing these type of people come around. It's happening every day. Like, it's happening every day. And I'm not even just talking about women. I'm just talking about just people. Life in general. Energies. You have to be selective about your picking. 30. And then when you start upgrading your life, a lot of shit that you used to be into, you ain't gonna be into no more. That shit gonna turn you off. It's gonna be yeah. certain type of girls. You gonna be like, oh, I'm good. Like, you know, it's gonna yeah. be certain type of jobs. It's like, no, nah, it's not good enough for me. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's something for right now, but it's not good enough for me. A lot of things, people, I love friends. That. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a better you. You know, yeah. I spun this. I spun years and years on. You know, like I can explain people. God literally broke me all apart. Yeah. Like tore me to shreds. Gutted so he me. can so he can build me back better. Yeah. And right now this is me getting built like I'm almost complete as far as getting built back completely better. 
because you know, I love that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm almost there now. I'm almost there, but you know, I, I do think it is important to mention. You know, healing is not linear. It does not ever stop. You know, it is very no. interesting, and it's something that I say a lot. That that you know, healing is not linear. But I had gotten to a place where I I thought that I had reached you know this level. I'm like, damn, I leveled up so much. Like I'm the best mentally physically mm-hmm. spiritually that I have ever been and then all of a sudden all these like triggers started hitting me so I was having to like exactly navigate them hoes for real and man what a life but I love Never. that for you I, I yeah. so how do you oh no keep going because how do we get to Joda now how do we how do we arrive because Joda Joda is Joda, Joda is the conscious version of of self Joda, Joda is the one that finally found out some of the things that you say every day, like be kind to yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm the person that I am a Zen master now. Like, hey, yeah. You know how much it would take for me to snap on you. There was there's so much things that I will do before I will I will walk away from you. Yeah. I would I would get quiet. I will find strategic what they would call professional ways to handle situations. Like I do, I'm, I just move different. I think different and things don't bother me no more. Yeah. You know, there's things other people do. Like some, uh, a man can run up on me. He might bump me on accident and then turn around. Like, let's say a black dude bumps into me on accident and then turns around and be like, watch where the fuck you walking. Now understanding when he said that to me, like he's not angry at me. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's not angry at me. I'm there now. Yeah. Or like I'm not even on snapback mode or like, oh, you're not about to make me look like a bitch. Like exactly. I'm not in that zone no more. I'm you're the, like I'm, unpacking all that bullshit. Really? You don't yeah, have to I operate like out of that like survival. Like so, you know? so let's say a man does that. My question would be like, what's wrong, man? You all right? Hmm. Like, what's up? What do we need to talk about, bro? You need help with something? You know, I stopped a man the other day from robbing a store. He had this whole blicky on. He was about to pull up in the store and da-da-da-da-da. Like, he was about to hit the corner. He literally was on the side of the store. He was pulling this thing out, about to mask up. I said, say, my brother, you need something? Let me get you something out the store. This is a homeless man. He was about yeah. to, he was ready to crash out. He wasn't about to go, go far. He ain't had no car. Yeah. He was ready to crash out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Crash out. No, instead, get you know, and that was just like, and that's just an example of like that's where I'm at in life now. Like, yeah, I'm You're already just being a vessel for others. Fuck else, I'm supposed to do. You know, like, you <laughs> I don't know what else I would do. I don't, you know, my like every day is a ball time for me. Like, you know how many times I thought I was supposed to die, or yeah. you know. So when I'm here, I'm here. Like every day is be happy, enjoy. You know, like. Just enjoy life for what it gives you. All right, cool. Pay it forward. Do things for people. You know what I'm saying? There was this girl I used to talk to, like, you know, we didn't end on bad notes, but, you know, I, you know, we just never progressed. It was her birthday the other day. You know what I did? I sent her $100. You know why I sent her $100? I have no intentions. No intentions. You got you got a daughter now. You know, because when I was dealing with her, she ain't had no daughter. She got a daughter now. All right, cool. Yeah. Let me send you that honey. This honey ain't about nothing. She was like, damn, this is too much. I don't even know if she's talking to somebody or not. She should have a dude over there giving her way more than that. Yeah. I don't know that, but that wasn't 
didn't and had nothing to do with that. Hey, go have a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Treat yourself. We love a trick. Listen. No, 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 no. It's not a trick. That it's funny though. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's not it, it was nothing about tricking. It was a, yeah. It was a it was a panic for it. like like it was, you know, I do things and I don't think twice about it. Like, you know, wow, that's that was a blessing to me. That wasn't nothing more than a blessing for me to you. Cool. Yeah. You didn't even do nothing great for me to even deserve that. I'm gonna be honest with you. It oh, wasn't nothing it wasn't nothing, it wasn't nothing about that. It was just a random gesture. It was just a random act of kindness. It was just a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I made about 300. I made like $300 that I didn't expect I was going to make after I did that shit. I'm just explaining to you how life works. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, Joda, I didn't master, I didn't master being like this, attracting this energy, being this energy, you know, like to where, you know, that last smoke out you see me at, the last pre-roll you see me at. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what was so great about that pre row. I, I I didn't even really smoke in that pre row. Yeah, shout out to the pre row, y'all. Y'all already know we we right. stand them niggas around here. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even smoke in that pre row, and I'm saying that to say people, I deal with bad anxiety. Yeah, you know the reason I got into this game, the reason I did this is because I I wanted to do everything I was uncomfortable doing. I was uncomfortable. I like I'm, I'm terrible on camera. I never was photogenic. I'm scary on camera. All right, yeah. cool. Let me get into this. You know, these are all things that challenged myself to become a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately, that's why all this was really like, like therapy to me. Yeah, people don't know the, the least I was supposed to get out of this was therapy. I don't I care about that. nothing else. It wasn't about like five people love me. That's cool. Like. Yeah. So like, but I deal with bad anxiety. Like my anxiety is terrible when I go into, I have to smoke a lot and be to a certain level for me to even deal with y'all and be comfortable enough to talk to people that I don't know. Very sad. All these That's things. So real. Right. Yeah. So, so going to a smoke house, first time I ever did that, didn't smoke. And like, I might've shook almost every hand that was there. So friendly. I was just being friendly. I was just being because it was getting I was getting love like that. Whether yeah. it was like like because well I you know I in my journey of getting here, I always struggled with I'm not accepting your love if if I don't know if that love real or not. Got you. I accept the real love. I know you love me, so I love you yeah. back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't that no more. It's like man, love is love. Love is love. You know what I'm saying? I love that. You're going to give me the fake love, I'm going to accept it. You're going to give me the real love, I'm going to accept it. It's love. You know, what do we, you know, so so when I'm in those buildings, like, that was, that was, that was, I everybody shaking, oh, y'all showing me love, y'all acting like y'all watch my shit, like I get thousands of views. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, but anyways, we just, I'm going to accept it anyway. I'm going to take it. I'm going to accept it anyway, and it felt great. You know, okay. and I got a lot out of it. I, I gave out a lot of great energy. I got a lot back from it. I did some dope interviews that day. You know, I always do dope interviews, but it was something about those interviews today. You know what I'm saying? It was something you about like those that. interviews that day. It was something about that energy. Yeah, I'm big on being fresh at these shows. Like, I ain't have my hair done. My shit was just combed out. Like, I didn't think twice about none of these things. Like, yeah. that was, you know... But you're just that, there in your element. I love in my, that. In my element. So, you know, 
learning that I've mastered being in this element is the reason why I earned the name Joda. Yeah. You know, Joda is no, you know, it's like a like a ghetto form of Yoda. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, me? You know, the Zen master, you know, they mastered the force and all that. I'm mastering yeah. energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm mastering self, self-love. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that is the type of shit talking and carrying yeah. on that I love. That yeah, is beautiful. So that's what I'm at. You know. I'm gonna get what I I'm gonna get what I give out to this world. So I'm not even thinking about, you know, what comes back. I'm just giving. You just, just giving. keep giving. Let me just Listen. keep giving. I'm taken care of. I'm good. I'm good regardless. Understand spiritually, I need to get stronger. Like, so don't get it twisted. Like I'm not completely where I'm at. This is still this is still an improvement. This is still a growth process. Yeah. But the type of things that I needed to master in order for me to survive in this world and not only to survive, to actually strive and teach others how to strive. Mm, you know, whether it's, like, whether it's directly or indirectly, that's kind mm -hmm. of the, the key. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where we at. So the cook had to leave, yeah. you know, saying all the negativity out of my name. You know what I'm saying? From all the ladies to all the the tired of stealing these girls, tired of being Mr. Steal Your Girl. And let me tell you something. When I name when when I became Joe the Crook, I'm telling you, it was girls choosing me all day. And every last one of them would have a boyfriend or wow. a baby. It was just see something going on, and it was just like, yo, it started getting ridiculous. They so, own you know, me. It's ridiculous, guys. Nah, but look, so look, this is life telling me like God speak, like, you know, no matter how much I say my strength needs to get better, I got enough of a of a relationship with God where I recognize when he has life talk to me. Oh yeah. And he talks to me in all forms. It can be through a music of a particular I put my shit on shuffle and then this particular song says some shit I need to hear. Oh, you know listen, what I'm saying? Because spirit yeah. gonna give you the message goddamn when you yeah, need it. it can be it can be a quote in a movie. It can be something somebody said in an interview. It can be something this random person was saying on the phone had nothing to do with me like i be listening yeah. and i've been through enough to where i don't ignore those voices yeah. so you know um i was just i was just told too much yeah i was just i gotta i got i had to get to the joda that crook was that crook was bringing too much unnecessarily negative energy to you unnecessary all over the place oh. like i probably wouldn't be fighting for child support right now if i would be you know oh she's definitely praying for you on that like i told y'all see that's why i like everybody's situation is different everyone's situation is different everything you get out you're gonna get back i promise y'all whether you believe it or not everything happened for a reason when you, when you master a certain element of life is things are just gonna happen for you yeah. I ain't worried about that case. Okay. Let's go. And how it's been going, they've been it's been like I don't have to worry about it. And I'm just I don't have no lawyer. I ain't got nothing. I'm representing myself. I'm just in there speaking honestly. I'm telling y'all this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm showing like this is just what's going just being on. Being honest, like, yeah. And, and and I'm just saying I ain't because I don't want to talk about the case. I want to talk about life. I want to talk about like you know Hell what I'm yeah. saying. Like, 
Like, yo, be a better you, you know? Be a better be a you better on me. Be a better and, you. And that is the moral of the story. Be no, but listen, I, we are going to wrap up soon Um, because I do got to go watch House of the Dragon because I didn't I bet, I bet. Look, I'm, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. How okay. many of your questions you didn't got through yet? Honestly, the actual, I will say of my notes, uh-huh. every single note has been pointed or has been hit. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. So look, whenever I structure, I don't necessarily structure like questions. Like this is question one, question two. It's like the conversation, a leading conversation. So I always, I assume, and this is why I do, this is why I'm not good with on the spot interviews, so to speak, because I like to do thorough enough research and I like to have a certain rapport with people so that I can kind of, I can kind of get a drift for what certain questions are going to probe certain conversations. So I don't even have to necessarily ask certain questions, but I'll still get like the answer for them. So all of them, except for my rapid fire, goddamn that we about to get to right now. Rapid fire. All of these you need to answer. Okay. What is rapid rapid fire? Look, look, look. I might have not got this far in your 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 shows (laughs) to be knowing what rapid fire is. Now look, so rapid fire, um, I, I just ask some questions. I, I let you just whatever the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you answer with that. You feel me? Um, okay. I like to give people like five seconds, but the way my brain works and the way most people's brain works, they don't answer them that quickly, are they, right? Are, they, but, are any of them music questions? Most of them are music questions. You know, it's crazy. We just talked about mental health. We didn't talk about... I <laughs> talked about everything but music with you. Everything care. but I, music? Okay, listen. So I before talk we, about everything but music. That's everything crazy. but music. And that's like <laughs> the love of my life. I just love music. But that's look, crazy. before we get there then to the rapid fire, like, nigga, how did you become this media mogul, this um battle rap loving God. Act? Man's, how did how God, did you God, I'm telling you, look, yes. look. I've been watching battle rap since a kid. I hated the fact that I was such a enthusiast, battle rap enthusiast, to the point where I'm at these events. I'm traveling to go to these events. I'm meeting these people to where now I'm That's cool it. with these people. Yeah. You know, some of your best battle rappers ever in history. I have their phone number. It's oh. things like that. They got a whole battle rap show that's about to drop. Like, I didn't interview some of those artists before. There's a lot of things with battle rap, just everything. I've been into battle rap. But my issue was in Austin, I've never had anybody I can express and talk to about what going on in the culture every day. Yeah. The battle rap culture. I couldn't, like, I'd be so excited to talk about this battle or this shit happened or this person fought. Or <laughs> yeah. this, this shit got exposed and nobody would know what I'm talking about. So, it was just like, you know, me and my brother was talking on the phone. It was just like, man, you know, this is how the part, this is how the show started. It, it was about battle rap. This was supposed to be strictly about battle rap. It had nothing to do with Austin music. That's what I'm telling you. It's, what? it's a crazy situation. Like, Very safe. Funny. My podcast was not supposed to have to yo, do anything was, with Austin yo, music. Goddamn. It, it didn't. It started with, we're on the phone. He's like, bro, you should just do a podcast and talk about battle rap. And Literally in the same breath, he was. I was like, okay, maybe I could. And he was like, well, what would you call the podcast? And like 0.5 seconds, 
chopping it up. This was like God that hit me. Like I wasn't even thinking about a podcast 15 minutes before this, you know, and we just, yeah. I'm like, oh, what am I going to call it? Chopping it up. Uh, ran with it. From there, I was driving to my brother's house. He lived in San Marcos. I would drive there once a week. Drive there once a week. He had a whole studio in his house, and we would practice. We would record. We would record, and I would do, I would, I would learn. I would record myself. I would get comfortable and comfortable. I would do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, real comfortable like, you feel me? Them, them, them episodes is somewhere on a hard drive if they're there. Like, yeah. I would never release those probably, but I would love to hear them. Like, oh, you know. should. They would be probably so cute and nostalgic. And and, and true factor, I'm going to give you some truth things because, like, again, I, 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 I don't want to come off as a perfect man. Yeah. I think I've did a lot of talking about growth and the good things I do. Here's a here's a bad habit I had. I used to steal hydrocodone pills. I was addicted to hydrocodones. Now the reason I was addicted to hydrocodones Angie, I'm is, deathly allergic to hydros. Like, well not deathly, but I break out in hives instantly. But go ahead. Hydrocodones will always <coughs> take pain completely away. It will make me feel high. But it was the type of high that gave me an absolute focus on whatever I needed to do. Interesting, yeah. It took away anxiety all the way. All my anxiety issues I would have. So every week on them shows, I'm telling you I'm going to San Marcos. 30 minutes before we start recording, I'm going to pop a hydrocodone pill. That was just my habit. That was my thing. Yeah. I did that for about a good year. So, like, my first year of interviews, I popped the hydrocodone for those interviews. Yeah. But that's just a side, just a crazy story. Yeah. But anyways, you know, we're doing these shows, everything. I'm doing them, doing doing it. I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to give, like, one or two minutes where I might show love to one or two Austin artists. I didn't know much about Austin artists. You know, I just would be on Facebook all the time. You see everybody's talking yeah. shit. Austin doesn't support Austin. Austin niggas is trash. Uh, this is all I've seen. This yeah. negativity about Austin artists. And I never knew nothing about Austin artists. So the only person I could vouch for was Jay Soldier. Goddamn. And, and uh, you know, I'm vouching for Soldier. And then I would see these lists that would happen. And, you know, because that's a, another way I got big. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to drop lists on Facebook. And I used to go fucking bonkers on that shit. Like yeah. the whole, that's when the whole city. That's why I had to learn. Like I can I can do positive quotes, positive quote, positive quote. I might not get a like on that shit. Yeah. Let me troll y'all or do some other shit that oh 20,000. Like that's how Facebook Crazy. used to look when I dropped certain shit like like yeah. the top 25 list. But anyways. Like I said, you know, I just wanted to show certain love. I'm like, I'm playing a little bit of soldier music, da 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 da. Soldier told me he was gonna do this smoke out thing. This is the very first smoke out he did. So yeah. from there, that shit switched my whole show. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, yo, we got so many dope ass motherfuckers here. Where all y'all come from? In the first show, I was like, half of you motherfuckers I used to be hoopers with and shit like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, he kept saying, Bug, get on stage. Bug. Bug? Goddamn crazy. Who the fuck is Bug? The nigga get the on nigga stage. The nigga with the hugs? I said, Joker! Ah, nigga. Ah, I'm throwing. I'm lit. I'm, you 
know, so yeah. all these things, like I said, going to these smokeouts was the main thing, and then going to other everybody's shows from there, like and seeing the talent, everything, it literally took the fuck over. Yeah. It literally took over because I wasn't always able to reach those battle rappers every single day to get interviews. Yeah. But I can reach these Austin artists and do these interviews. Mm-hmm. So like my it might be a little fight to get this battle rapper interview, but these awesome artists, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. And one more story. This is the last one. And I want to get into the rapid fire. The battle rap world is where I'm pretty much gonna take off. And yeah. this is why. No matter what you see in the music world, the battle rap world loves me. Yeah, goddamn. Listen. Me and my son and when his mother was together, we're all together at the barbershop getting my haircut, getting his haircut. Mm-hmm. These these four guys walk in. I recognize the guy. I said, man, I've been watching this guy since I was a child on YouTube. So I asked him if that was him. He was like, yeah, that's me. It's Jay Murder. Shout out Jay Murder. He was like, yeah, that's me. The other guy was Gutter. Gutter from Austin. Austin. So if you heard about the culture, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the culture, the battle rap community. We actually got a battle rap league out here in Austin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I met Dope them. So I, I met them at the I met I met them at the barbershop. You know, mm-hmm. got everybody numbers. They invited me to the event. This was the culture's very first event, which is crazy. My same starting point was when Smokeout started and the culture started, all in 2018. Yeah. So all these things just is where I strived at ultimately. Mm-hmm. In my career from, you know what I'm saying? From being in smokeouts all the time, smokeouts led me into other markets. Listen, listen, shout markets. out, shout out to them niggas. Shout out yeah. to Daylon, Jay yeah. Soldier, and fucking DJ Napalm. We yeah, shout out to them. You know, they was a they was a big part, you know. So because yeah, very between, same. between that, between that and being in the culture on where I'm at now, um, and yeah, that's what took me there. Like it's just been it's been a long journey. I can, you know, I don't know. You ugh, I might have I don't know if I I'm I, uh, a little gem here. Yeah. I do a lot of writing. Yeah. But I don't write music. I write shows. And I've I've written maybe seven different scripts. Oh. Like, and they're just sitting, they're just sitting. They're so what are you gonna do with these I have, scripts? I have multiple notebooks. I have my notes in my phone is crazy. Um, my voice, my voice recordings. Because a lot of times I just because the voice recordings are great because I be having great ideas or when I'm high and I'm gonna it's gonna leave me in a second if I don't get it off or put it somewhere it's gonna be gone. So yeah, I have that and I used all that and I you know I I took a method where Lil Wayne did where he before he stopped writing all his music he took all his notebook pretty much went through all the bars and tore the sheet out and so i did all that i put it all together and yes i have i have lots of scripts you know so what are you gonna do with them are they coming to life i don't know what to do yet i don't know i haven't decided what to do i might do everything from books to to uh you know one of them for sure i'm strongly considering i want to do a musical I want to do, you know, I want to do certain things. Okay, like listen. You know, First of all, you know, sir, I'm casting myself in the musical if I have to do a doo-wop in the back or something because this is something up, something that people make fun of me for a lot. But I love musicals. I 
fucking love musicals. Like, I listen to musical soundtracks all the time. I literally wish my life was a musical. So for you to, what? You're gonna, you have to bring it to life. There, You're around Man, so many is, creative this ass is, folks. This is Joda you talking to. This is not the crook. I haven't gave you no ignorance today. I'm proud I of love that. You I'm know proud. what I'm saying? Uh, but ultimately, yeah, it's a lot of it. A lot of it's, you know, and and to be honest with you, all of it's like true stories or true events, and yeah. you know, I just had to learn to change names and yeah. slightly bend time frames, yeah. you know, for for legal purposes. But you know, I thought about all of that. I thought about all of that, but everything I created from from the the TV show Rose Rosemont, you know what I'm saying, yeah. which is about the apartment buildings and flu, like Crazy. you know, it's a lot of it's a lot it's a lot it's literally a lot. But like I, you know, the musical, like I said, I it's certain things I just I want to keep doing what I'm doing, keep networking, yeah. keep meeting people because I want to find like minded people that want that might possibly be able to put these pieces together because I'm trying to make opportunities for everything in Austin. Like I said, I want to make musicals where we have Austin artists like, you know, displaying their skills live and do Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's so many creative things we can do out here, like, that's outside of what we're doing now. Yeah. That can reach audiences, like, you know, think, like, top, the Tyler Perry thing, that wasn't no accident. At all. Zero You know what I'm saying? There wasn't no acts like I just like stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm just on all types of things. Like yeah, so I this all that, I'm talking. I'm wait. I'm just waiting. Don't they're not going nowhere. Like you know. Yeah. So there and and again, I'm i strive myself on timeless things. That's why in my content, you know, no matter if I do, you know, on the spot interviews, I try not to touch like current events. I'm yeah, not, of course. Know, I'm not huge on current events. Granted, like being gossipy. That's what you know, saying like you know, talk to me about it also at the camera. You know, ask me about how I felt about the zero situation so you can see me get angry, yeah, yeah, you know, know, things like that. Like, you know, what am I, yeah, what am I favorite rapper, by the way? Shout out to zero, man, shout Um, out to that guy. Okay, well, that being said, I really hope that all of these ideas in your brain definitely come to fruition and you get to actualize all of those things i definitely love and admire the things that you are doing they like will. I said, yeah they definitely will like i said i've seen this man in work or in action y'all so um I, I definitely admire the way that you work and the way that you grind and the way you hustle but I do have a few questions, right? So I'm gonna give you What's like five up? seconds, like I said before. I'm, I'm so, crazy to way. start, like, what song do you currently have on repeat? On repeat? Yep. Deep in Love by I don't even know homie name, but it's so hard. Okay, shout out to Deep in it's Love. So it sounds like a it's rap so ballad. <laughs> That's one of them. Kyrie Irving too by Project Baby JG. That's <laughs> You know, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Hey, yeah. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. I'm you know, that's my job. You know what I'm saying? But job. my hey, my job is to keep it real. That's what's so beautiful about my job is no matter if y'all see me pushing something a hundred times, a thousand times, understand I'm not getting paid to do these things. I'm pushing it because I really genuinely like believe in it listen you know it's not because he's my friend i don't push my friends like i push some of these dudes because i genuinely like it 
So when you see somebody get posted on my page, like that's somebody I'm genuinely vouching for. So it's, it's, you know. Very same. A lot of people take that personally and they feel a certain way about that. But I do not disagree with that statement at all. So who who made the bigger impact on the culture, all things considered, Soldier Boy mm-hmm. or T Pain? Or T Pain or Soldier Boy? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, Soldier Boy. Okay, per Big Draco. Soulja all right, boy. so shout these two questions. Oh, go yeah, shout out to T Pain. Shout out to T Pain, but definitely Soldier Boy. Like Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy changed the game. He changed how we looked at the internet. He, yo, Listen. so so the only reason I knew Soldier Boy music is because I tried to download. Uh, Michael Jackson Thriller on LimeWire and his ass was titling uh fucking uh yeah bitch yeah goddamn shit like that yeah he was doing that he told you in that interview like that's how he was marketing himself he would title it some A bullshit genius. put it on LimeWire and you downloading his shit on accident and then you end up liking it and, yeah so and nah, here we so are. Just, so, yeah. so boy, facts. That's what for sure. Facts. Fell. So, I definitely fell. I don't disagree. Um, so these two questions are kind of related, but they're different. The first question is who are all things considered the top five rappers of all time? And the all next question considered. is your top five personal favorites, but the first okay. is top five I love of that. all I love time. how you separated the two. I love how you separated the two. Had to. Okay, so we talking about top five all time period. Yes, all things considered. You gotta have Jay Z in there. Okay. You gotta have Wayne in there. Okay. You gotta have Tupac in there. <laughs> huh? What's the sniffles about? No, no, no. I'm just listening. Okay, Cloud. <laughs> Shout out to Pac. Listen, Pac. I got I, I got factual things to back up all these days I'm saying. I got you. So Jay-Z, Wayne, Pac. Um shit. Two more greatest rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's crazy. Um yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Like because you know the cliche people would say Biggie, but I can't say Biggie. Oh, why can't, can't you say, say Biggie? I cannot say Biggie. <laughs> for one, I'm not a New York person, even though I love their culture. Got you. Um, for sure, he didn't live long enough to make the impact he was supposed to as 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 purely a rapper. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Because when I put Pac in there, I can show you a whole book that I have called a rose grew from concrete was nothing but filled with Tupac poems. Bars and bars. Listen, (laughs) we know the vibes. He's the, he's the reason I know how to write poems. He's, he's the inspiration to that. Pac is definitely the reason a lot of, a lot of us create. Shout out to that guy, man. Hey, he's your favorite poet's favorite poet. Is. Ask Maya Angelou who's her favorite poet. And pocket is wait. So who are the next two though? Ah damn it! Hope Wayne Tupac. Can you help me? Like I know I, I cannot. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Rappers. Rappers. 
Uh, you you go. I really, I will say, I love your answer so far, and I love the fact that you were thinking so deeply about this question. But I'm not supposed to. No, because you are. Because okay. I am very much very nerdy about hip hop. Very nerdy and very. I am just now becoming okay with the the young nigga shit, the young nigga culture of hip hop, right? Okay. Um, so when I hear people off the bat, and no disrespect to anyone and not discrediting this opinion, when I hear people off the top saying the greatest are like the young thugs and you know oh, the gunners putting them in the top five of yeah. all time. It is very interesting, and I am very happy that you are not that person. No, 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 no. All right, so granted, listen, listen. Granted, young, young boy make more music than anybody in the world. Man, that nigga yeah, works hard as fuck, and he has a great voice. Young boy, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me so much of Jay Mill, not because their voices are similar, but because they have very angelic voices. Like I, when I close my eyes and I listen to Young Boy. I hear the same, like, I get the same energy, like, that I uh, feel when I hear, like, a Jay Mill, not because the subject matter is crazy, or I, because I, their I, energies I, are the same, but, like, their voices are just so good, Oh, I hear, I, you know, it's crazy, I hear more Gates and Jay Mills than Young Boy. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think that's, like, the obvious thing, because, you know, he has that, like, deep voice. I just think he has such a pretty, I love his voice, like, I love it. But moving on, right, since you can only come up with the top three greatest of all time, who are you? Okay, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, hold on, you didn't give Missy up? Missy Elliott. Okay, Missy Elliott, doing? let's go. What am I doing? What Missy. are you doing? What's going on here? Missy, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Missy. Okay, Missy, one more. Missy, I. You sound stressed. Because it's a stressful conversation. Because <laughs> that five is so is so interchangeable. It is. It is very interchangeable. It's so interchangeable. There's no. There's no. I already named all the top three. Is the solidified people. Yeah. Everybody else can be subjective. That's how I feel. I like that. The top three is solidified, though. Yeah, I like so. You know. So, who are your top five? Your personal top five. My personal. Let's get there. Yeah. Um, zero for sure. Her. Zero raised me. Let's go. He raised lots of Boosie, us, man. Boosie badass. Raised <laughs> okay. Me. You know, I'm telling you, like, like, like zero, like my step, my step daddy. No. Zero, like my step daddy. Yeah. But Boosie like my crazy cousin. God damn, that's he so remind me of my He remind me of my family members. So it's just like, I know me and Boosie Ken somehow. Like, yeah. So Boosie for sure. Um, Big Crick, that's my other cousin. That might be my, that might just be my older brother. I might just say that. Big yeah. Crick might be my older brother. Big Crick is the reason I probably ain't pursued rapping because... <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'd be like, if yeah. I can think about how I would rap, the things I would rap about, yeah. the closest thing that would be me is it's that crazy. big crit, big crit. I love that. Shout out to him. I have all his vinyls of every album he has. That's beautiful. Shout out to that goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Collection. Um, so what I say, crit. Um, 
damn, that's crazy. You know, I might, I might have to do it, but <sighs> can we pencil Drake? I'm a pencil. Well, Here's he's not we're a rapper. Can, we not artists. We're not saying artists. Yeah, so we're not saying artists. Not, we're saying, not... So are you acknowledging that Drake is not an artist? Or no, is not I'm no, saying, no, no, sorry. I'm acknowledging are you acknowledging that, yeah, you're acknowledging that Drake is not a rapper, correct? I, I can't put him in a bag of just a rapper. He is an artist. I love him as an artist. He makes good music to me. Perfect. He doesn't, he has good bars here and there. He has quotables, but I love his music. I love he, how he puts it together. Got you, but he's not a rapper. I wouldn't say it wouldn't say rapper. He can rap though. Yeah, got you. Know. you. Her. He can, you. He can friends. rap though. Friends, and this is for a specific motherfucking friend. <laughs> Goddamn, <laughs> listen. And this is your yeah, listen. You may or may not listen. Listen, listen. Hey, I just, just keep it in a hundred. I, you know, I do. Yeah. I don't disagree with anything you just said. But you're so. Who are you? We're penciling Drake, I guess. Nah, we say rappers though. Yeah, we said rappers. So who's your you four? Because I don't always listen to rap, but it's my uncle Snoop. Oh yay! It's weird. I don't know if he. Yeah, I'm gonna put him there. That's uncle Snoop. I want to talk to him so bad. I want to have a conversation. That's uncle Snoop. That's uncle Snoop. Uncle yeah. Snoop is number four, and five. I'm gonna have to say Kendrick Lamar. Okay, oh, dot. Yay. Okay, and that's I, a great a, solid interesting top five and i stand right personal top five so only one of them artists gonna make you dance that's what's crazy huh only one of them artists gonna make you dance only one of them artists is safe to play in the club and that's boost safe true i don't you know zero zero fucks up vibes if he plays in the club yeah i mean you most city don and that's it that's it. That's, That's it. it. When, when, I, I, I've never been in the club with good vibes if you played anything besides Mo City Dog. Yeah, because it's Cause not. Niggas you... automatically <laughs> on go. They ready. <laughs> God damn. Oh, yeah, it's so... time. Wait, okay, so yeah, next yeah, rapid yeah. fire, right? Is R&B dead. R&B dead? Yeah, is it? What you mean? Is it dead? Is R&B dead? That's a debate on the interweb. No. Okay. I agree. No. I, I got my favorite album. One of my favorite albums of the year is the album that you didn't find that you I heard in your podcast. You didn't like that album too much. Which one? Shout out to, shout out to Wasted, Brent Ferry. You oh, know, he okay. let me t yo, you might have okay. you might have listened to it more after you said it and rethought what you said. Probably. I did. I mean, okay. I will I, I definitely still have my songs on it. You know, Brent is definitely I have a love hate relationship with Brent Fires because I don't necessarily love his singing voice. Um, oh, you okay. You, but you I think voice. he can write his motherfucking ass off and mm. goddamn you know he talks to the crook. He talks to Joe. That's Joe. Oh, yeah, Crook. he talks to all. If I can think of somebody world. that makes music that speaks for Joe Crook, it is Brent. He says some shit. He had a song called In uh, "Insecure." I was like, "What the fuck?" What? I can't. You just, you, just, you, you, I was thinking it, and you said it. I, I was like, "I'm so happy, goddamn Brent." <laughs> Yeah, R&B is definitely not dead. What's your favorite nah. strain of weed? I think you've told me this off the record, but Indica. yeah. Indica. Indica. I'm a downer type of person. Like, you know, I yeah. function well off that. Like, 
I don't even feel like I get high. I don't, you know, I don't know. A lot I'm of people don't, especially a lot I of, like... go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say a lot of people, like, and I think I'm very different because I too have struggled with anxiety a lot. Um, But I also had struggled with depression a lot, a lot, like until like the last maybe five years where I'm like intentionally healing and sativa helped me a lot when it came like to getting out of depression but I noticed that a lot of people that have problems with anxiety um primarily they do not feel high when they're on sativa if anything it makes them feel paranoid or like more anxious um so so interesting because I fucking hate indicas I will ugh if I had my choice never Shout out to weed and my son. I would have been off myself. That's crazy. I know. Same. Exactly same sentence. Yes. I was not exaggerating. That was a thing. That was a thing at a time. That wasn't an actual thing at a time, dude. Look at us. Just over here alive and healing and being parents. Yeah. Shout out to to everybody. Um, What's up? You you, you got any more rapid fire questions for me? Because I got one for you. You have one for me. I mean, okay, look, I got a couple more. Answer them really quickly, and then I want to hear this. Okay, so ooh, ooh, what? Ooh, one has to go. Vlad or say cheese? Both. Both of them. Love that. Both of them. Goddamn. Both of them. How about that? Fuck them both. First of all, I love that. Fuck them both. They cut from the same cloth. Well, I don't even see skin color. I, I see a bitch and both a of them. They both and pink. exploitive ass motherfuckers. That's what I see. Well, I, I mean, this is my thing with Vlad. Vlad is a white man that we let into this culture and we let him continuously do what he do. And he will constantly tell you that he has no conscience. He he, he doesn't believe in anything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He, he He's just purely, in my eyes, evil. Interesting. You know, and and he's evil to the point where his ways is justified by his thought patterns of not believing. Of not believing anything, uh, Joda. That was just a little for y'all. Y'all take and do what y'all want with that. Listen, that's a perfect um, answer. I fucking feel that. So, um, ooh, shit, it's so interesting when you said the technical top five rappers of all time, right? So, this is the question that I always ask to everybody. Because this is a question that is very easy for me personally to answer. But a lot of hip-hop heads have a problem answering this. But all things considered, Hove or Wayne? What? You know who Alicia Alani is, the singer? Shout out to her. Shout out to her. She, she, hates, she hates me for this argument. Me and her had an argument back and forth in person about this. Interesting. Wayne would smoke Jay-Z. Thanks. That's thanks. I would smoke Jay Z. I mean, no, 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 whoa! I take it back. Let me not. Don't, don't let. Don't run with that. Don't run with that. Okay, we won't run with that one. We gonna take it back. But I do not disagree. Okay, here's Wayne can win. He can win Uh depending on the songs that he like. If they was doing a a verses, verses, yeah, it would depend on the songs that Wayne chooses to play. Interesting. If Wayne goes in there, when it comes to the lollipop and the Mrs. Officer Wayne, you're going to lose. Yeah, you are going to lose. But if you do every song that was originally a Jay-Z beat, 
I rest my case. This certain shit. Wayne is a rapper. <laughs> Yo, this is y'all's homeboy. This is y'all's homeboy yeah. saying these things that Yo. um I have argued with you niggas about. So Yo, I, I would start me. rapping Wayne lyrics right fucking now if if that would take. That's my take. Listen, I would rap for. If zero Yo. is your stepdaddy, Wayne is absolutely my young ass stepdaddy that like took me, taught me how to smoke weed and shit, and took me, taught me the game. Like literally, Wayne, Wayne just. Wayne just, he was somebody who literally made me a fan. I was, you know, I was out of age and I'm from Louisiana. I was from a time where I listened to Little Boosie before I listened to Little Wayne. Yeah. You know, so when Wayne came around, Wayne better than that shit had to get proven to me. And it got proven. And it got proven. Ain't nobody better than Wayne, man. Thank I, you. I do not. I will never disagree with that statement. Shut up. Okay, so last shout out What's to up? Wayne. So shout last rapid fire question though. How do you self-care? What is Mm, being honest with myself you can never improve on things if you believe that they're good enough okay you know I can't man yeah it starts with that self honesty Mm. and self love because alright so look self honesty and self love gotta go together yeah because what will happen is you will be too honest with yourself or you'll be too hard on yourself. And you'll discredit the good things that are, are about you, the good things that are in you. Yeah. So as much as you be honest with yourself, you have to be honest with what your flaws are. You have to be honest with what you're ready to give up at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be honest. And then after you be honest, you got to say, you know what, but Regardless, don't get too caught up in those flaws. Get caught up with the fact that you are great. Get caught up with the fact that you're a good person. You still here, you know, and you know, love yourself. Aww. Look yourself in the mirror. Love yourself. Kiss that mirror. Kiss yourself. Hey, yeah. You know, nobody gonna be able to love you till you love yourself. Her. That is like, like, like you. Know, I can, I can tell a woman she's beautiful all day, but if she don't believe that in her own heart. She's never going to truly accept that compliment I give. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, self-love got come with self-honesty. That's what it is. That, I love to motherfucking hear it. That is beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, before we wrap up and before I guess you tell the people where to find your ass, nigga, what you going to uh, ask me? What's up? I was on rapid fire questions, so. Yeah. What was the I have a general question that creates a lot of fights. Oh. Give it to me. Let's go. And I think it's a two-part question because somebody fucked me up the other day with the question. Ooh, okay. The first part question is Lauren Hill or Erica Badu? Here's what I will say. Okay. 
Lauren Hill has, she is one of my favorite vocalists of all time, just when it comes to my preference for the, I love her voice, like her style of singing, her tone. I think it is beautiful. Um, Erica Badu is a Texas queen with that ass, goddamn, who is a writer who is aesthetically my mother, goddamn. She is seen as not crazy. done working, goddamn. <laughs> she show up to her shit. Oh, it is where we get to. Here we go. But Gosh. here's the thing, Lauren. But here's the thing. I'm not picking between them because, like I said, I listen to the miseducation of Lauren Hill once a week of my life. There are a few Erica Badu tracks that I do have on rotation that play like daily, you know. Um, when it comes to impact on my life and my childhood, the miseducation of Lauren Hill is so high and so pivotal. And the amount of times that I have sang those songs, like literally finding vocal range through that one album i could never discredit her and put anyone above her but like i said erica's a texas queen she's like my aesthetic mom she got that ass she's still working so i'm gonna say both of them i can't i can't pick i'll take both of them i'll take both of them Uh, you know, I ain't gonna lie, the way you said, I don't even want to ask you the second part. Nah, let's go. Come on. I don't think you gonna because I don't think you're gonna look. <clears throat> you don't think I'm gonna take the bait? Nah, I wanna nah, hear. What's it's, up? it's not a bait. If you go the opposite way, you're gonna throw me off. Ooh, okay. Because the thing was it was uh-huh. Lauren Hill, it was it was Lauren Hill versus Nicki Minaj. Oh, Lauren. Nah, uh, here's the now thing, the problem right? with that is. The problem with that is mm-hmm. me and you the only one that had no problem answering that quickly. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Nikki. So if you don't know, now you know, sir. I I do not I, I eat plants, goddamn. I don't eat the flesh of an animal because of a lot of political reasons, right? I do not buy certain things. I don't shop at certain places. I don't I very intentionally use my life as a protest in many ways that I can as many ways that I can I can never discredit Nicki Minaj I can never discredit her she is a phenomenal rapper she the impact that Nicki had on my life as a high school person nigga like the pink bangs, the everything, the aesthetic, itty bitty piggy, I will recite to this day. Anytime it plays, I will blast it. Nicki Minaj did a lot for this game. She is very much the first for a lot of shit. However, Nicki, due to her alleged, due to where she should be, as far as legendary status, she shouldn't be talking so much on the goddamn internet. That should be pissing me off. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Kanye? Goddamn. Even though I'm mad at Kanye today, so I'm not even going to get into that. But, and also, like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, it was a thing. 
Like I, I read it. I, it was like a notification on my phone. I was like, "Oh no, that's cap. He didn't do that." Now, nah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I can't. Oh no, he did that right now. Yeah. Oh, he did. But that that, that nigga. Was hey, no, 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 no. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we leave your show, I, this might home. be your longest episode. I apologize if you. It's something. not. But we will. We will say this and say it now. Okay, let's go. And I need I need to say this to you. I'm, I want to start it. Oh, wait. Can I say this first? Nicki Minaj also can't live next to a school. And she can't live next to a goddamn movie theater. So the fact that she still be online trolling people and being a bitch. Like, nigga, that's very fucking telling. Because your whole that's husband true. has to register every fucking year Ooh, as a yeah, fucking sex offender, nigga. So right, shut yeah, up, Nicki. Okay, okay, go ahead. Look, look. <laughs> Black women. Let's go. Black women. Black queen, yeah. Please do better at defending your black kings. Oh yeah, I love that. You know what's interesting? Please do better at defending your black kings. You know what's and interesting? I am talking about Kanye too. No, and I know we're talking about Kanye. I love that you say this, right? Because this is a conversation that I have a lot, and this is a conversation that I think that a lot of times can sound like very fucking pick me and very like gross, but I, I always say that I I have the softest spot, right. For black men. Right. Um, in comparison to any woman that I know, like a lot of my friends really hate black men. I think it is very counterproductive to do that because at the end of the day, um, well, at the beginning of the day, right, my best friend on this planet was my papa, and that nigga taught me everything, and he is the reason I am this way, right? And I admired him more so than I admired any woman in my life, um, yeah. but not even to compare women and men, but also it's very fucking counterproductive. Like, nigga, I'm trying to have fucking land and a whole bunch of black ass babies running around and a black ass man to come home to and all of these things so i think standing behind yes standing behind our black men uplifting y'all all that shit is very important um i think it's the same way the other way around right no, um, that's but that you know that's automatic but yeah i don't think you know I, I I guess I understand these younger black dudes need to learn that a little more standing behind their black women, but that's an automatic thing for me. But I don't think universally it's automatic for the other way around. We do a lot, like, no matter what we go through, this is what I say. Praise us publicly, criticize us privately. Hard agree. And I think that goes for black people in general. I think... Right. Criticize that, us privately. It's, it yeah. should be between us what our flaws is and what we need to work on. A thousand but percent. when we publicly talk about it, it's, it's really just, us giving them ammo to refer to what fuck we said. Oh, a black person said, so yeah, what do you mean? Like, we're giving them more ammo. Listen. More and more, we don't realize it. Like, that's, you know, that's why it's so easy. Like, they don't got to be racist. They don't got to be out here saying, nigga, this ain't put on masks and kill us like they they created the blueprint for us to kill each other like they did their job hey yo whoever was the blueprint to hating niggas 
I, I hope they know that they went to their grave and succeeded on their plan. They succeeded. That plan was almost as great as the same person that created the idea of making the Great Wall of China, knowing they wasn't even going to live to see that shit built, and thousands of years later, that shit is complete. The same fucking thing. Yeah. So we need to have some black people that's on the same mindset that can create some gener generationally that we can keep building on until it's complete Woo! one day for our people. That's all I'm hard saying. Hard agree. Let's hard just agree. use that and same listen, power. Hard fucking agree. And that is a lot of the talking and carrying on that we talk hey, about right hey, here. Because look, we love black men to infinity. Goddamn, I cannot wait to, to have more black ass babies with a black ass yeah. man that I just fucking love and adore and support and vice versa you feel me but nigga I digress because my uterus is actually throbbing and it's just too much baby fever on a million so mm -mm. I, I know you. watch out y'all hey player hey players oh, young gentlemen out here man best the best practice is abstinence my pullout game is weak than a bitch. So I can't even tell y'all to, no, I pull out. Me do no, shit don't always work like that. You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest here. This, this, the, hey, Joda got to be honest. Joda's real. Talk to me in private. I'm going to tell you the real, real. The shit that just ain't going to be accepted on camera all the time. Listen. Like That pull out, hey, some girls got the, got the not let go. The, nah, look, it's some shit I like to call gorilla grip. That shit, man, look. Abstinence, players. Y'all want to not have babies by No, don't say that. Actually, nah, fuck that. Since we're being candid, I'm looking into the camera when I say that. Don't What's don't it? say this because I'm actually at the hand, I'm suffering at the hands of a black man who is practicing semen retention when he has a whole person. Like, I'm dying. So I don't even want to talk about it. Don't practice abstinence. Semen retention? Yeah, you know that. I study whole... that. I I can't run with that right now, fellas. I gotta study that. I heard about it. It seemed pointless to me. Well, look. I'm going. Well, look. You, I'm you not know gonna say no mad... names. I'm not gonna say no motherfucking names. But tell your homie <laughs> to get his shit together because I'm dying out hey, here. My, is it healthy for him? Okay, so here I okay as a natural holistic woman who is. <laughs> Um, who understands that semen is literally y'all's life force energy. I think it is healthy sometimes to practice not busting a nut and not releasing that life force energy. However, oh cool. So we're as a so person who's like find... literally aroused all the time. Me as a partner, it is very hard. So 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 that's where y'all have to find a common healthy ground. You know what I'm saying? Because because I know what it's like when your partners don't match the same sex drive. That shit not... can get frustrating Death. for both sides. It gets frustrating for the ones that want it because they're not getting it. It's frustrating for the ones that's not giving it because you keep wanting it. Which is very confusing for me because <laughs> you know you should be happy i want it god damn it at least like god I, damn be happy like, like i'm i'm here trying to get yours not no i'm here trying to get yours 
you know, my time is everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I hate, oh, I hate when people, man, you don't never call me up. Man, look, I'll be busy. But, you know, when I do find the time to talk to you, I don't want to hear complaints about how I didn't talk to you. Let's take the time and understand and cherish the fact that I'm talking to you now. Okay, so, see, so. now you're getting back to the, we're, we're done. We're done I told here. you. Because now told you're saying you. the thing. It's just... <laughs> It's you heard. Hey, look, the crib was coming in there. I don't know. I appreciate the fact that you took a good over an hour to get to know me because at the end of the day, you recognized that you started talking to somebody different. See, I was done. (laughs) You you lost me. I was with you, nigga. Hey, yo, hey, yo, I'm still. Hey, look. God ain't through me. He's still working on me, and I'm still working on myself. So, yes, I might. Uh, every once in a while, but it's a it's a process. Very felt. It's a look, process. The time is about to run out again. So tell Mom, us where you can find us, or tell hey, look, us yo, we out of here, man. Look, we're gonna do a whole. We're gonna do something else. We're gonna bring home chopping it up, and we'll get into a whole other bag of this. But Not in the meantime, between time, chopping it up five one two c h o p p i n i t u p five one two. Go follow me. I'm pretty much that on YouTube, Instagram. These are the two main sources. You will get everything you need. And fuck with me. And fuck with OG out there. Please. 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 We had some healthy conversations. She has inspired me not to be ignorant today. Hey, and I love that, Goddamn. You know, oh, I God. match energies. Like I didn't know how I was gonna do this interview. You know, so really, you did so good. You you could have got whatever. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something. Friends. So <laughs> today's OG Says is just it's, it's real brief, right? And you will understand the context of this OG Says in next week's episode, actually, because um. Yeah, it it definitely, I I definitely got this piece of knowledge and insight through next week's episode's interview. But that being said, today's OG says is that efficient accountability for your actions and your behaviors must be accompanied by humility. You have to humble yourself when you are holding yourself accountable, because I think that a lot of a lot of the place where I personally go wrong and I'm I'm sure it's safe to say that where a lot of us go wrong when it comes to holding ourselves accountable is that we still kind of we we give ourselves grace to the point that we allow our ego to to shield us from our actual actions, right? Um, to to kind of lessen the blow of our actions to ourselves, right? Um, it, it is often very difficult and it often has to be a very intentional practice for you to be able to look in the mirror and tell yourself what it is a thousand percent without... Um, without romanticizing, without operating under the guise of hope. It it is often very, very hard. And it has to be a very intentional practice for us to really be able to face ourselves and the actions that we do as they are. Because otherwise, we're only halfway being accountable. So if 
if I say some like really rude shit to someone, but still in my brain, my, I am justifying that really rude shit by not, you know, taking their feelings into account by not taking the nuances of why whatever I said was really fucked up. Right. Um, if I don't do that, then I'm not being humble about the situation. I'm just saying, oh yeah, like you can scold me, do whatever you want. However, I still know in the back of my mind that I had reasoning behind doing whatever I did. Like, nah, holding yourself accountable has to come with looking at the situation plain and it has to come with you being humble because you were able to look at the situation plain and take your ego out of it. Goddamn. Like, I think often we are the biggest threats to our ego and we are the biggest threats to our highest self because we allow our ego to get in the way of like true healing and true acknowledgement of things that are going on. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like these OG says segments end up are always me saying a sentence and then me explaining them in some erratic way. But I really hope y'all understood that. So I'm going to say the sentence again. Right. Um, yeah, OG says is just that efficient accountability for actions must be accompanied by humility. Humble yourself, goddamn. <laughs> Let's wrap up the episode, y'all. All right, friends. So y'all know I love to end these episodes with some sort of like energetic climate, some sort of word that I have divinated upon um, that is led by spirit and God and Ting. Um, yeah, just to kind of lead us into the week to come. Um, I like to end this episode or these episodes this way because I know that as a collective, we do deal with a lot. And as a collective kind of building a building community through this platform i do think it's important for us to be on kind of the same page on the same wavelength i think groupthink is very very important when it comes to moving community um specifically so that being said, all of that being said, right? Um, I am pulling y'all from Tiana Lee McKillar's Hoodoo Tarot deck. Um, now, if you don't know, now you know. October was Hoodoo His Hoodoo Heritage Month. Um, something that was really brought forth by Tiana Lee McKillar, the person who created this hoodoo tarot deck a historian a hoodoo in her own right a condor person um a black woman from this soil right of america and also if you don't know now you know hoodoo is a closed system hoodoo is a black american system period um so i pulled these cards um knowing that there aren't or that there are more than just Black American people as my demographic. Um, <clears throat> but a, a disclaimer that I do want to say is, I, I know that y'all can pull a word from anywhere. I can pull a word from any goddamn word. So I do shuffle. As I'm shuffling these cards, um, I come with the intention on just getting a word on behalf of the collective from all of our spirits and ancestors of benevolence from God, the divine creator. Um, 
And yeah, we pulling. We we going. We got. I got I'm going. I gotta pull me a card. Ooh, I have pulled friends the nine of baskets, um, which is depicted by by an altar. I, I see a, a passport. I see some Bibles, honey. I see some money. Um, I see some flowers. I see a a, a skull. Honey, a, a crocodile skull. So we we gonna see what the nine of baskets has for us. All right, the nine of baskets. The plant this card resonates with is the marigold. Um, of course, it's the damn marigold, right? Um, listen, what a time! Um, shout out to all of my Mexican people who celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Um, I. Yeah, shout out to all of y'all who celebrated the Day of the Dead. It y'all y'all already know it's ancestors period out here. So the card that the Nine of Baskets resonates with is the marigold, like I said. Um, the image on the card. The card shows an aerial view of nine baskets filled with a few items that represent what most human beings desire: cash and jewels, financial security and wealth, books, knowledge. Gator head, protection, rabbit's foot, good luck, old-fashioned biscuits, nourishment and familiarity, bottle of wine, intoxicants, sunflowers, warmth, warmth and good times, and passport travel. The meaning of this card, um, on the positive side, it can mean dreams fulfilled, plenty, art, appreciation, wishes that come true, sensuality, rewards, hitting the jackpot, happiness, pampering, the finer things in life, financial security, prosperity, attaining your heart's desire, gratitude, and quote unquote, making it. Um, On the negative side, this card can represent materialistic people, greed, lack, people who are never satisfied, gluttony, spoiled brats, feeling unfulfilled, narcissists, smugness, overindulgence, shattered dreams, shallowness, and hedonism. So I'm going to look at this card on the positive side because as I said, um, I've called in answers of benevolence. um, And I do kind of think that especially as we're moving into the colder months, it is especially um, important for us to be positive um, right now. That is not to say that we are not supposed to at all times be integrating our shadow. Um, but yeah, I'm going to look at this. Um, I, I'm, I'm just feeling positive vibes when I'm seeing this card. So I want us to think about all of the the theoretical baskets in our lives, all the things that we need to be fulfilled in order for us to be our best versions, right? In order to be our most whole and our most fulfilled selves. I want us to think about these things and I want us to 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 really look at the things that we are lacking in that that we have the opportunity to grow. And I want us to really look at the things and express gratitude for 
the bas those baskets that are filled, those things that we do have, the the security and safety that we have, the protection that we do have. And I want us to continue to pour into the things that we have and express gratitude because where where gratitude is poured, everything grows. And I'm learning that every day. I'm learning to just stop and be thankful for certain experiences, certain lessons so that I can be prepared to receive more of those things. So yeah, I, I think this card is, this nine of baskets card is really encouraging us to assess what we have in front of us while assessing our needs as a whole, um, showing gratitude rather for the things that we do have in front of us and really fucking pouring into the things that we are lacking and missing and nourishing those things um, and embracing those things as things that may need a little bit more nourishment and a little bit more like push and attention, right? Being super attentive to those needs. Um, but yeah, I, that, that ends our episode, y'all. Let me take a swig of water, right? Before I, I thank graciously Joda for joining us and chopping it up for real about so many things giving us so many insights um on his unique perspective and um approach to this media game um I, I really love to hear about what black men nerd out about so it was really cool hearing about his interest um and enthusiasm when it comes to battle rap and things like that um I just all around good guy you know I really really saw this man in a different light than I see him in normal circumstances or in, in the typical circumstance that I would normally see him so um yeah, I, I just love and appreciate these stories because they just tell so much about humanity. Um, but yeah, that that is the end. That is all I got for y'all. Um, I am very thankful and proud of myself that I made it through this episode, honey, because your girl has been going through a lot. And I am currently bleeding and ready to take a nap, ready to eat some food and just get my life right. Um, but bye. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You know where to find me. You can follow this podcast Instagram at Organic with OG. You can also follow my personal Instagram at OG Adriana. Please follow my YouTube because when I say content soon come, I mean content soon come as a part of this November mini series so stay tuned for the rest of Black Media Month um and yeah just just thank y'all thank y'all for being here and for showing love when you do and for just just <laughs> thank you for just goddamn bye y'all good freaking bye see y'all next week talk to y'all next week maybe see y'all next week I don't know we'll see Bye.